I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I still like it cold in the bedroom, though. Oh, no, 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 no. Mine was freezing last night. I had to turn the heat up. Yeah, I still like it chilly. I need it to be warm. You do, huh? All the time. I can't stand being hot when I sleep. I like it. Uh, I like it. I like it be, I like getting warm, right? Like, but I don't like going into a warm bedroom. Like, if I go into a hotel mm-hmm. and then it's like set to some ungodly temperature, the first thing I do is turn the heat off. Really? First thing I do in a hotel room is turn I like the heat it comfortable off. in the room, but like in the bed. Yeah. No, be because warm. that's what the blankets are for, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I like getting warm. Like, I like going. I like. I love jumping into a cold bed. Do you? And, and then wrapping myself Mm-mm. up and uh, and and getting and no. getting warm. You don't need like a that. warm bed. Rub my legs together mm-hmm. under there. Back- I like to feel like a body would have maybe have been there before me. <laughs> like alive? Like, you or like that? I like the warmth of maybe there was somebody else here before me. Like a, to- like a toilet seat? You like yeah. that too? When you sit on a warm uh, toilet seat? No. I do. I do like sitting oh, on a warm dude. toilet no, seat. No, yeah. No, no, yeah. No, like no. if I know Catherine was just in there going pee, I'll immediately go in right afterwards. Even if you don't, you have, don't have, to have to go? Even if I don't have to go. Uh, sometimes, I'll to just, sometimes I'll just sit like a nest and just enjoy the warmth. Uh, but no, I like getting warm in the bed. Like I curl my arms up and stuff. Sometimes when I lie down, like my, my when I lie in bed, when I first get into bed, this is how I lie down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the bed's always a little bit chilly. So I lie on my back, mm-hmm. right? So pretend you're lying on your back. Mm-hmm. I lie on my back. I put my legs all the way out, and I cross my feet at my ankles, nice and tight. Okay. Okay. And then I take both my arms. Yeah. And I go palm up. Yeah. And then I take both my hands and I slide them underneath my butt cheeks. So like coffin pose? No, that's no. on your chest. That's how I nap on the couch. Oh, okay. It's almost like you're doing a snow angel. Under my under my butt cheeks. Under your butt cheeks. Yes. Yeah, so oh I lie. Oh my god. Oh, really? so like you're going down a hill? Yeah. So I lie down. And I and I lift up one cheek and I put my one hand under and then I lift up the so other you're cheek. You're just straight like a pipe cleaner. <laughs> yes. Just like a pipe cleaner. That's how I I look like I'm being shot out of a cannon. Right? You're doing luge like, almost. Yes, yes. I'm doing yes, it's luge. And that's how that's how I that's how I prefer but to fall. Why do you put your hands under your butt? Because it keeps them warm. Warms me up. But everywhere else is cold. No, no, no. Warms me up. That's the fastest way to warm me up. And you never move, huh? No, I, no, like I woke up a... like that this morning. <laughs> but your hands don't get numb? Your no. arms don't get numb? No, what are you, a big ass? Your butt no, doesn't man. get numb? No, no. What are you wearing? No. What do I mean? What am I wearing? Nothing. Nothing. You know he sleeps naked. In, yeah. Even in the winter? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I, uh... Just hand on cheek. That's how I sleep. I hold my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't even think I have a great ass. I still hang on to it. I could be, I could be alone in this. Yeah. But I usually. You usually what? 
<laughs> whatever, oh, no. I'll say it. Whatever. No, say it. Say Everyone, it. We're all cool, right? Yeah. Everyone's cool. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. Good. Nobody's listening. I, uh, I usually put my left hand yes. on my junk. Really? <laughs> like, hold on. Wait a second. You rest it on it or you hold it? No, I got like under your pajamas or on top? Or like you go, like, what do you mean? Like on? Yeah. Like, like you just uh, like flat like, palm right on like, top? I'm like, I'm like, I lay on, I'm like this. Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, so you claw it, yeah. right? And that's how I fall asleep most nights. Really? Yeah. Now are you, are you, what do you, what do you have on? Pajamas or something like that? Yeah, like shorts or oh, something. Oh, you do. Oh, okay, so you you're your not. underneath? You're not, you're not skin no, to no. skin. No, right? no, 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 no. But it's no. just like lately, it's just like comfortable. I just it's, like grab it. Yeah. I don't think you're the first person to find that feeling com- comforting. You know what you I mean? Know? Like that's been around for a long time. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I men know. have discovered that, that, I, that I, I don't know if you know this, but there's yeah. other men in this world that find a hand down there to be very comforting. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You know, people are always saying like, oh, manifest it, manifest it. Manifest it. What does that mean? Like, think about it? Yeah, if you wish it, it will come true. Oh, yeah. Put yeah. on your vision board. Sure. You do but, that stuff? No, no, but Jack Harlow did. Who's Jack Harlow? Oh, Jack Harlow. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that song, First Class? Yeah, yeah. First the guy that I thought class. was a country artist forever. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I only found out recently that he wasn't a country singer, man. He really so, looks like one, if you ask me. Earlier this year, Jack Harlow released an album called Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Yeah, that sounds like a country album to me. And it's a great album, like one of my favorite this year. And one of the songs on there, it's called Dua Lipa. As in Dua Lipa, the singer that we all know. Dua Lipa, I'm trying to more with her than Dua Fisa. This is that guy, this is Jack Harlow singing right now? Jack Harlow, yeah. Come on. Fade away, I left that Luca Neal. So basically, in this song, you could be us, nothing. You know my city like the in this song, he's just like kind of talking about how he's got this biggest crush on Dua Lipa and he like wants to get with her, right? Wow, interesting. Just throw that right out there on a track, huh? Right? And um, according to Jack Harlow, before he put the song out or put the song on the album, he actually like FaceTime with Dua Lipa to just be like, hey, I have this song. The title is going to be your name. I just want to make sure that you're cool with it. She was like, all right, whatever. I think she was dating, like, Trevor Noah at the time. Oh, excuse me. That's rude. So, Dua Lipa is no longer dating Trevor Noah. Uh-oh. Guess who Dua Lipa is allegedly dating right now? No, come on now. Jack Harlow. That's how you do it. You, you think the song caused the breakup? I don't think so. I do. I don't know. You do I don't that and know. it's nah, that's what you that's what happens. But she was performing on Friday in New York. Yeah. Jack Harlow, wherever it was he was in the world, wherever he was, mm-hmm. he flies to New York to go meet up with her. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out, they do dinner, getting close. So allegedly the new couple is Dua Lipa and Jack Harlow. This is like expert level play where you know, a guy'd be like, Yo, I wrote a song about you. You know what I mean? To uh-huh. try and get with a girl, like you're in yeah. high school. I brought my guitar. What are you doing on lunch? I want to play for you. <laughs> you know, like this is this is that, but just like at expert level, yeah. right? Like this is this is the extreme version. Manifested it. This is the extreme version of I wrote a song about you. Shem, you need to do a song about Martha Stewart. 
Oh, listen, don't get me started. <laughs> I, I, I'll come in here tomorrow with the song about Martha Stewart. Okay, well, okay. guess well, what we're doing. Sorry, guess what we're doing in 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, just, we just manifested this. <laughs> we just manifested it. We just manifested it. Get to work, sir. Oh, tomorrow mani- on the Rosa Bogus yeah. show, Martha Stewart's song. And, and, not, and not a something. And not, like, I, I need, like, I need it from the heart, right? Uh-huh. You know, oh. this can't be, you know. Yeah. I apologize right. for putting that on your yeah. plate. Yeah. I'll yeah. Work on it. What rhymes with Martha? Hmm. That's a tough one. Well, that's Bartha. not my problem. That sounds like a Shem problem to me. <laughs> Bartha. Yeah. Fartha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Jartha. You know what really turns a woman on when you call her Fartha? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So we were talking about manifesting yesterday and whether or not Jack Harlow manifested his now rumored relationship with Dua Lipa because Dua Lipa was with Trevor Noah and then they split and then she went off and was with uh, Anwar Hadid. But now the reports are from a lot of people that Dua Lipa is in fact now dating Jack Harlow because he wrote a song about it. He put the lyric in the track, right? He had a song on his album that he released back in May actually called Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. And that's such a great play, right? Yeah. Like, why not? Why not? Of course that works. Everybody tried that. Even back in the day, kids with no talent, you'd walk up to a girl and be like, I wrote a song about you. Yeah. I wrote a song for you. Um, and it's great. So, yeah, there's a lot of reports now that Dua Lipa is dating Jack Harlow. And they're, quote, both excited to see where things go next. And then it came up. Damon Mori had mentioned, well, listen, Shem. You got her. You should write a song about Martha Stewart <laughs> because Shem's been Shem's been uh, pining for Martha Stewart for a very long time, and 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 I'm sure at the time when when Jack Harlow wrote Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa seemed you know out of either his league or out of his reach or otherwise she was already in a relationship. spoken for whatever yeah, it was right. So you but- don't know. You shoot your shot. You write a song. It's about manifesting. So, uh, Shem, we had said that uh, you had 24 hours to come up with your Martha Stewart track uh, to manifest uh, something beautiful between you and the domestic goddess. Mm -hmm. What have you prepared today? Uh, I am ready. You are? uh, For Miss Martha. Okay. Um, This is simply called Martha, Let Me Love You. Oh. Shem's me. Yo, and Shem licking them lips already. Do you need chapstick before we start? (laughs) I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. We got you. That is a... Mm. Big, it's like, it's like a glue stick. That, I don't know. That, yeah, it really does look like a it, glue stick. Okay, it looks is that like the Palmer's it, one, the cocoa it, butter one? You know it. By the way, oh, Shem God. uses a chapstick the size of like a policeman's flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that's the biggest chapstick I've ever seen, man. Got big lips, man. <laughs> it's like the size of a corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Shem, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Big girl. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. All right, Martha, here we go. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Martha, I just don't get it. Don't you hear when I flirt? I bet I'd love your perfume, cardigan, and long skirts. Let's create a love story. Pure love, no lies. 
old as you are. Damn, girl, you are so damn fly. I don't even care that you're 82. Martha, my heart, it beats for you. Teach me how to bake things for you. Then at night, I'll treat you right. Insider trading don't mean a thing. This is real love, girl, not a fling. You got my heart. I just want to show you you are. I got love for M Stew. On IG, I follow you. Your baked goods are all that this guy needs. Five months incarceration. Felonies, you have some. Turns me on when I see you smoke weed. Oh, Martha, girl, I love you, love you, love you, love you. Verse two for Martha. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Okay, keep it going, keep it going. Listen, I bet you fry good chicken. Girl, you're making me thirst. I'm 35. I'm not shy. 400 mil is your reported net worth. <laughs> Everywhere you go, they'd stop and stare because we put on a show. From your head to your toes, out of control, baby, you know. I don't even care that you're 82. Martha, my heart, it beats for you. Teach me how to bake things for you. Then at night, I'll treat you right. Insider trading don't mean a thing. This is real love, girl, not a fling. You got my heart. I just want to show you you are. I got love for M Stew. On IG, I follow you. Your baked goods are all that this guy needs five months incarceration felonies you have some turns me on when i see you smoke weed oh martha girl i love you Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Shua, let me. Can I play you that clip of those two kids trying to sneak out of the house, and the and the one kid what? gets super mad at the other kid? It's a doorbell cam. You have the clip in there. So there's two kids, and they were supposed to stay inside the house. Mm-hmm. Okay, when they're home alone, but they had like they have like a ring cam, right? Okay. And I guess they were about to like go on the lamb, uh-huh. and these two brothers, one of them just like screws it up. Because, okay. okay, so they're about to sneak out of the house. And I guess one brother knows the trick on how to sneak out of the house. Yeah. The other brother does not know the trick on how to sneak out of the house. So okay. listen to this. No, no. That camera's going to go off now, you idiot. You're standing right in front of it. I just, no, it's already gone off. Oh, hold Back on. in the house you go. Again. Back in the house you go. No, no. That camera's going to go off now, you idiot. You're standing right in front of it. I just, no, it's already gone off. Okay, so he says, he goes, Noah, you idiot, you're standing right in front of it. The camera's going to go off. And he goes, I duck. And he goes, no, it's too late. It's already went off. And then they walk back in the house. They got busted. Yeah, eleven seconds. Is there right? any way to start? What, what the, can you duck and not set it off? I don't know. I don't. I've never tried. I mean, but like I have no. I've never tried to evade my doorbell camera before. <laughs> like it depends. I don't on, know. There's no at that close distance. There's no way. There's no way, right? Because you could set on any of those cameras. You can set like the sensitivity of the perimeter that it tracks. Right? Yes, but there's no way of setting it so close to the. Should they have gone out a bathroom window instead? Out the bathroom window. <laughs> like somewhere else. 
Somewhere else, another room. Yeah, something another window, like that. another door. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But like, I've never tried to evade it. Like, I know, like, things have been dropped off before where it doesn't go off, and I'm kind of like, hey, that's weird, it didn't go off. But yeah. I don't know why that happens. Well, right? how did you sneak out of your house when you were a kid? I never had to sneak out of my house when I was a kid. We just left, <laughs> right? It's like balanced. that. Yeah, like, like when I grew the time. Listen, shut up. Anyway, when I was growing up in 2000, I was about to tell a story and then I know that it's going to come out uh, me sounding like I'm old. So I told okay. myself to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I thought, but I don't want to say anything. <laughs> right? Well, you okay? Well, yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> Boy, can you get the doctor I'm on fine. the phone? No, I'm fine. I want to hear story yeah. about no, how I don't want to. No, I don't want to go okay. down that road because, no, 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 no oh, I'm not going to. Back in my day. Shut up. See, this is why I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. What happened? I'm not doing it. I'm just saying. That the rules were different back then. You had to okay? run away, uphill both ways. I didn't have to run away. You one. I never ran away. Okay, what happened? Right, you the just horse wasn't there. You sh- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like so mean. Right, so mean. You telegraphed home. Yeah, it's so, so mean. <laughs> okay, like, no, for t- real. What happened? Nothing happened. I'm, I was fine. I was a great kid. I never left the house once. Nothing. Don't even worry about it. All right. Every morning, I'd wrap my belt around all my school books and I'd walk to school. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I went to a pl- I went to a place. Right. Mm. Remember when I had to get my oil In changed? In public. Remember when you? I had to get my? No, I didn't leave the car though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to sit. <laughs> Perfect. Right. It's the. Yeah, That's how you like it. Yeah. It's like going to the drive-in. Uh, so I got to sit there and I, I went and I was like, you know, just check everything for me. Right. And they're like, yeah, man, we're checking everything. Filled you all up, everything else. Mm-hmm. And this was like, I don't know. When did that happen? Like two weeks ago? Yeah. When I needed to get like my oil change and all that stuff. No, no, that was the, that was my sway bar more. Oh, the oil change. Yeah. The week before. The oil change. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the highway yesterday driving home and I go to use my windshield washer fluid mm-hmm. and there's nothing coming out of it. Just like little oh. little spits, right? They didn't fill your windshield. They fluid. said they did though. Oh, liars! Right? I asked did you them call specifically. Them? Specifically, I asked them because mm. I, I felt low. If they charged you for that, I would complain. No, typically they don't. They just fill it up. It no, all. Roz asked. It's all. No, I it's asked. All, it's all I part asked. of the. Asked, it's all though. part. I guess it depends on where you go. Yeah, it may be all part of the cost of. The package that you got. Is there such thing as a leak? Like maybe they fixed it and then it all leaked out yeah, somewhere? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because that container, you have a 2010 yeah, truck, right? Yeah. So where the windshield fluid Like 2010 sits. limited edition, though. Don't make it sound like I'm driving an old-ass truck. <laughs> I think right? the limit is up. Shut up, Maury. <laughs> right? 2010 collector's <laughs> yeah. edition. Okay. Expired. Yeah, don't, don't, you, you might, know. There Best might be a hole in, yeah. the, um, in the container that the... Right. But I was kind of pissed system. yesterday. I was like, man, like I said specifically, check the stuff, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, what stuff? And I'm like, you know, man, come on, get under oh, there. Oh, so you didn't no, say No, I did. And then, I, and then, and then he, and then he and was. And you said windshield I said, fluid? And then I said windshield fluid, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. I specifically said windshield fluid because it felt low to me, right? I would you complain. Know. What? I would complain. You would complain. Absolutely. You, would you call? But like, and say what? Like, how does he not know that I'm not just like a compulsive windshield uh, windshield washer where I use it all the time? That was going to be my question. Are you the type of person that when you you're using it like it's come on now? Also, it's like you're getting it for free. I got I got one wiper that doesn't work. Right? Hold on, you didn't ask them to change your wiper, but you asked them to fill up your windshield fluid. Yeah. 
Why wouldn't you ask them to change your wiper? Because I changed my wipers. So why haven't you changed your wiper yet? I don't know, man. How long See, has it been that way? They would have done it. Two months. years. Two oh, years. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's like a quick trip to Canadian Tire. Yeah, I know. You can do that yourself in the I parking know. lot. Also, I know, but, washer but, fluid's $2. Yeah, no, it's wrong. not. Yeah, it I just is. found out, man. Like, get off my back, okay? I'm not, like, avoiding putting washer fluid in. But I will say this. Driving into work this morning was really difficult. Yeah. Because I was behind a truck yesterday. Oh. And it really no. and it really messed with my windshield. And then I made the mistake of putting the wipers on, which looked like somebody just poured like a uh, like a latte all yeah. over my yeah. So it's not good. Smeared. But do I complain? Do I or do I just go buy it and say screw it? Like that's what I don't buy. Just buy it and say screw it. You can even use your gas station points to get it for free. Boy, who has points at a gas station? I Lord? do. What is this? I do. Oh, you don't. Yeah, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. Hello. Michelle, welcome to Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. When and where does your hell of a story take place? So about five years ago, well, five, six years ago, I would say. Okay. Okay. And where are you taking us? So this happened in Vaughan. Oh, so just so city north of Toronto. Okay. So my brother and I have always had like... A feeling of like when ghosts or spirits were around. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Yes, Roz. Don't knock it yet. Okay. Just listen. My brother's niece, well, so my niece, mm-hmm. she was two years old when this happened. And I had to go to a work event beside my brother's house. So I was sleeping over there. And we're just sitting at the table, you know, having dinner. And my niece turns to my brother and says, Papa, you're in danger. And she's two years old. So we're like, I still, I said, I told her, I'm like, that's not very nice. Why are you saying that? And she looked over the corner of her eye and she said, I don't like the stranger. Ooh. We were just looking at her like, okay. And she never liked to go to the bathroom in the front of the house. So she'd always ask me to go bring her. So at this particular night, she, uh, she said, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. So I brought her and she's like, oh, the ghost is climbing on the walls. Just looking up at the ceiling while she's in the washroom. Yeah. My brother and my sister one night were sleeping in their bed and they both woke up at the same time. They could not move. They could not talk. They saw two dark spirits moving towards their bed. And my sister-in-law is very religious. No. (laughs) So she couldn't say anything, so she started praying in her head. Uh And then the lights in the room turned on. So what else happened to your your brother and sister-in-law in that house? So my niece started playing with one of the ghosts named Zola. And she would say, yeah, you know, I play with her at school. I play with her at home. And I told my sister-in-law, I said, don't let her play with her. her to leave yeah so my sister-in-law that night she did tell my my niece that and in the middle of the night my niece was talking in her sleep and said the ghost isn't going to like this okay is that a real child in the background or the ghost is that zola no no no. how old's your son he's two he's two okay another thing that (laughs) was kind of weird is i told my sister-in-law to kind of research on the house, who was there before and who died on the land. Who died on the land? Well, yeah. yeah. Duh, why do you think they got okay. ghosts? Somebody died on the, <laughs> okay. yeah. on the property, okay. man. Yeah, go ahead. But I told her, ask uh, my niece the names of the people before you go. Mm-hmm. 
So she did. And she named all these people. So there was many. There wasn't just one. There was multiple in the house. Wow. So she went and she went to go look it up in the records. And lo and behold, all the names that she named were the people that died on that land. It was kind of weird uh-huh. that that was happening. And she also talked about a, a man. And he was kind of like a dressed up like a soldier. He would walk through the house at night. They would hear him walking up the stairs in the middle of the night. Like, they, it's just them in that room because she was little, so she was in their bed. And my brother would tell me, yeah, I could hear footsteps coming up the stairs and walking in the hallway. Is it an old house or a new house? No, it was actually, like, two years old. But old land. Come on, man. Yeah. But, but Don't old, you know anything old, about this, Ross? Old land. After all this happened, there was one more incident that... <laughs> one? Okay. Okay, so they say that when you have a haunted house or a haunted Who some, says? Like anything. Who says? They! I got you. They yeah, say. Yeah, they say, yeah, yeah, when you live in an old haunted house. Yeah. It usually happens when in a room that's not being used. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So there was an office upstairs that they didn't use much, and that room was infested with black flies out of nowhere. Like, it wasn't even, like... They left food in the in the room or anything. They just never used that room. And then suddenly all these black flies turned up. So my brother and my sister-in-law went to the priest and the deacon, and they got him to come to bless the house. How much did they pay the priest to come over? Donation. It's called the donation to Sorry. the church. Donation. Sorry. Okay, yeah. right, right, right. I know you're, like, trying to think, how um, can I not believe this story Well, right no, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm in awe of the full, incredibly detailed sentences that came out of a two-year-old's mouth, first of all. Right. That's rare. I mean, you don't hear that very often. Oh, no, like, you, you do not. You do right? not. Not so, from a two-year-old. You don't hear sentences like that. No. I mean, we're listening to a two-year-old in the background now. Like, that's how two-year-olds talk. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, the two-year-old you're quoting is yeah. doesn't sound like any two-year-old I've heard. Right. Okay. So, is the house okay now, Michelle? So, so nothing has happened recently. No. I've never uh-huh. slept. I've never slept over, like, in a long time. Yeah. yeah. But, like, obviously, like, I still have my gifts, and I still can feel and when there is spirits around. But you have, but so, okay, when you say, I don't understand what you're saying though. Uh, so you have a gift to know when speak, when, when spirits are around, but you have absolutely, yeah. but when we say like, what is it? There's, it's nothing though. You get a feeling no, that somebody's it, looking it, at you. So I can see them. I can feel them. Sometimes it's just a feeling. Sometimes it's just like a presence kind of feeling. Gotcha. You know who's so pissed off at me right now? Who? My fiance, Catherine. <laughs> oh, why? Oh, my God. You guys would be best friends at two of you. <laughs> <laughs> best friends. Wow. Why, sit, what did you say? Uh, sit and talk Michelle, all night. thank you for joining us. Those are some uh, some hell of a stories that you told on the Razamoka <laughs> show today. Yes. Okay. All right, girl. You have a good day. You too. Tell, your, tell your sister to stop filling her kids' heads with nonsense, would you? We all know what where is, this came from. We all know where even, this came from. We she all didn't even believe in it. We she all, didn't believe in it either. Please, please. Until I told her to go to the, uh-huh. the library to go check it out. Yeah, so. to find out who died on the land. Listen, man, it's old land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Michelle. Take care. Okay, ciao. Bye. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Dating rap 2022, the trend continues on TikTok, and some of the results are awesome. And I'm so glad that people feel comfortable sharing this with everyone else, right? Um, The videos are great. So it's just like what Spotify does, where they give you your full breakdown of 
uh, everything you listened to over the year, but women have started putting these brilliant PowerPoints together, uh, recalling their dating life over the last year, like how many dates they went on, whether they lasted, how many people got second dates, where they went, why they broke up, if they got oh. ghosted. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, I, and we have some more to share. Let's okay. start with uh, with Amber. Oh, welcome to my 2022 dating wrapped. If there's one thing about me, I love a PowerPoint and apparently a first <laughs> date because I went on 18 this year. Where did I meet these men? I met one in the wild. We kissed at a bar on New Year's Eve and things really went downhill from there. Tinder and Hinge split pretty evenly. One from Facebook dating. I 1000% would not recommend that. I would rather ask my father to buy me laundry than to get back on Facebook dating. How wow. many dates did we go on? Most of these men only made it one or two. Very few made it past to the third date and the high score was six dates. High what score. did we do? A lot of dinner, drinks, walks. This other category includes smoothies, ice cream, acai bowls, and Target. Who ended things? <laughs> Me, about half of the time. A few times mutual and sometimes him. Uh-huh. I cried over two of these men, which coincidentally is the same number of parking tickets I got while on dates. <laughs> Have I learned anything here? Probably not. The end. <laughs> So good. I love the term oh meeting in the God. wild. Yeah, like, totally. like not on an app Hold or, on. I or got, on anything. I got another one to, to, <laughs> to play for you. This one yeah. is uh, Kia. Um, I had 13 first dates this year. I feel like that's not a bad number. It's like averaging one date a month. And then I was like in a situationship this year. So I feel like it's kind of a low number. Seven of them took me to dinner, which is nice. But um, honestly, I'm not a big fan of dinner on the first date. I actually think it's really weird to like eat in front of, in front of somebody that I just met. And then one took me to bowling and one took me to arcade, which I love doing activities in general. So they got brownie points for that. And then this one is like embarrassingly, you know, who ended it? Nine was me. And I'm as I'm reflecting, I wonder, you know, if I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. All right, got to go to the phones real quick. Hi. Hi. Good morning. freaking out. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. What's your name? My name is Lydia. Lydia. How old are you, Lydia? I'm 54, but I don't look it. <laughs> Who's freaking out in the background over there? My girlfriend at work. Okay. Okay, okay. Lydia, down. Lydia, Lydia. Lydia, okay. We love you. We, okay, we, we love, love you, you too. Love you. You do, so you're 54, but you don't look it, right? So obviously right. you have a number in your head of what you can pass for. Yeah. What can you pass for? 43, 44. Oh, there we go. There you go. Right. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, not bad. So yeah. you, Lydia, said you went on four dates in September, and all four of them confessed to you that they're married. What? Exactly. So what I need to know, what we need to find out, is at what point did they confess to you that they were married? Was this on the first date? Was this after a few dates? It was right on the first date so they didn't you know we talked for two or three weeks online on the dating site and um then we go out for coffee most of them i usually do coffee dates mm -hmm. and we're sitting having a coffee and they'll say well i do have to tell you something i'm like oh, okay here we go and they all of them said they were in a relationship wow and trying to tell me that they sleep in different rooms. Which <laughs> all the lines. Gone. All the lines. Yes. It's, it's at a convenience. Oh, it's, you know, man. we're 
we live together, but we're not really a couple. Like all exactly. of that. Oh my exactly. God. And all what do you say and- at that point when they give you those lines or they say, I'm in a relationship or I'm married? I just tell them right off the bat that I'm not interested. Because yeah. um, we we can't be together. We can't go out late. We can't go out dancing. I'm a, I'm yeah. a salsa dancer. And how old are these guys around your age? Yes. 45 to 55. Okay, okay. And no red flags whatsoever in the weeks leading up to that first date, like in your your text convos? No, and even online, they say they're single. Oh, dang. So how do you even trust anyone that you talk to online now? It's so hard. It really is. So what are you looking for? What kind of guy are you looking for? Uh, you know, someone who's fun, active, uh, respectful, all, all yeah. the good stuff. Like, uh, you know, I'm a good person and um, uh, just someone to, to be with and have company and travel and, you know, all the good stuff. How young will you go? Because given your age, uh, you're right in Shem's wheelhouse. <laughs> just about to say. Um, you know, I, I did uh, date uh, a 42-year-old, yeah. but believe it or not, he wanted children at 42. And I'm like, no, on, no, you, no, 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 no. Shem, you want babies right away, Shem? No, no, I just want a baby, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. How old are you, Shem? I'm 35. 35. Would you do 35? That's a bit too low. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Well, hold on here, hold on here, hold on here. We're yeah. not we're not asking you if you'd marry a thirty five year old, okay. but what would okay. you would you party with a thirty five year old? Absolutely. Okay. Oh. Lydia at Shem on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Hit him up. Hit him also, up. Lydia, a yes. salsa dancer, so you know them hips don't lie. Right. That's right. Yes. I think we can I think we can fix all your problems right here. Sounds or at least good. or at least Sounds a couple good. of them. You know what I mean? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, thank you for sharing with us, Lydia. We appreciate you. We love you. Happy holidays. All that good stuff. Thank you so much guys nice hearing from you the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast oh, it's i made so many potato tacos over the weekend potato tacos yeah it's a thing it's called google it right now it's called uh, tacos de papa google it right now so you take a uh, like a corn tortilla they get like mm. a good soft corn tortilla and you make mashed potatoes and then you warm up your tortilla just a little bit so you can fold it around. You mm-hmm. you stuff it with mashed potatoes and then you fold it in half like a little pocket and then you drop it in a little pan of oil and you crust up the outside of the potato or the of the tortilla and then mm-hmm. you can put other stuff in it. Like I put steak and stuff in it too. I was just going to ask, where's the meat yeah, at? Yeah, I put some steak in it. Did you <clears> use <throat> French fries? Uh, for what? Instead of the mashed potato. No, why would I do that? He just finished saying he used mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. So. I know, but I'm just wondering if you like if you had French fries, if you could. But that's not all. That's not what we're talking. It's a whole different thing. Had he used French fries, I, he would have said, said, "I made tacos I and I used French, French fries, fries inside." In just asking if you could substitute. But why though? Why not just try this? Great. But, but why not just try this? No, I would love to try this. Okay, then try it. Make it. It's delicious, man. Like I've, I and and I never thought that I would like mm. a potato taco, but let me tell you, a potato taco is where it's at. You looking at this, Shem? No, man. Can, can you just bring some of this in, bro? <laughs> like, so, yeah, so I can't good. talk about it. Be about it. So good, but it was so. I had too many. Too What's too many? Oh, wait, wait. Let me guess. Yeah. Let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. Are we talking about too many in one sitting or too many in an evening? Because okay. you made oh, enough to go back. Good question. A few times. Yes, I did. So let's say, yeah, because I did. Have, there was a there was hmm. a second helping, but that happened later. 
Okay, so, so it I'm was twice say... in the same day. Normally, I'm not a two times in the same day guy. Mm. I'm a little too old for that. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Can't relate. You shut up, all of you. Okay. Normally, normally, I don't like to. I don't like to to, to eat things twice in the same day. I'll always oh, make something different. So like I'm problem. going to say any sides, any. Uh, yeah, I had chips and salsa. Okay. Yeah, so with melted cheese, like a good first... white cheese melted, full of jalapenos and stuff like that. So I'm going to say your first sitting, you had six. Yeah. And then when you went back later, you had an additional four for a total of ten. <sighs> no, it was five and three. Oh. But, okay, so I'm thinking, right, like when you're making them, like normally if I put mashed potatoes on my plate, uh -huh. right, I don't do a lot of mashed potato because I make them very rich. I put a ton of butter in them and a ton of heavy cream. So and you don't I'm create like, a mountain. So, yeah, so I don't create a mountain because yeah. they're so rich. So even when I make mashed potatoes, yeah. I only do a little bit on my plate. But, like, I had the equivalent uh, in these tacos of, like, three or four servings of mashed potatoes that I would normally eat. Jeez. Right. And it was a lot of potatoes. And like that, like I still feel it. This was Friday I made this. And I'm sorry, Saturday. I'm still feeling it right still now. Still heavy. Still, still heavy. Okay. After still the first heavy. time you have yeah. that yes. plate of five yes. of the deep fried tacos with potato, mashed potato, yes. plus everything, all the other fiat. All the cheese on it. Right. Yeah. With the chips and salsa. Yeah. Did you pass out? Um, did I pass out? No, I didn't pass. I would have passed out, okay. but I wasn't in a, in a situation where I could pass out. Are there leftovers that you're having tonight? Um, no, the, no, because I made them with leftovers, right? The, the mashed potatoes were, the yeah, so that's right. the great having, thing. What are you having tonight? Uh, I'm realistically, I'm probably going to like... Wouldn't it just be water? Well, it should be. Like, yeah. realistically... You what flush I, out that yeah, system. Yes. <laughs> what I should have tonight is a goddamn good look in the mirror is what I should have tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello, Teresa. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I'm super excited to talk to you. We want to share with everyone listening right now the text that you sent in to us. Uh, Teresa writes this, super big fan of the Raza Mocha Show. I'm a new teacher working in a high school. Each morning, my first period class listens to the show. It's such a nice way to start the day. Our favorite is, let's do the news. If I can't get the station directly, we go right to the source on the podcast. Personally, I love the Dammits and their recaps of the House of the Dragon. That was hilarious. So, uh, <laughs> Teresa, new teacher, like how new are we talking like this? Like this I school year? just graduated. Yeah. I just graduated oh. from my master's program and I was able to get a job right off the bat. So oh, I'm nice. super lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And I have amazing students. I have three classes and they're just wonderful. And it's always a nice way to find something to bring us all together in the morning, especially because it's the real first year of coming back after COVID. So just finding a welcoming way and, I always listen to you guys when I'm on my way to work, Aww. even before. So I thought, you know what, let's give it a try. Let's see if the kids like it. And they do. They love it. We can laugh together. And it's a great way to start the course and start um, the class each day. You sound super young. How old are you? <laughs> 25. Okay. And how old are the kids that you're teaching? Um, they range from grade 10 to grade 11. That's Is it the, the courses weird? I have. Like, so how old are you in grade 11? Like 16 years old? Yeah, 16, 16 17? 17 sometimes. Yeah. Mm. So when you're less than 10 years older than the kids that you're teaching, is that a little odd, a little bit weird? Or do they find it weird at all? Or 
do they find it like a little bit more comforting knowing that there's someone closer to their age that they're being taught by? I think that there's an initial like shock value when they see me. Um, But that being said, they're extremely respectful. And I'm also very, um, just very direct. So if there are any challenges, we we go head at, at it. We don't deal with it in the background. You know, we'll address the issues that come forth. And the students are, they're amazing. They're so sweet. They're kind. They're welcoming. And um, I always say, you know, it's the person. It doesn't matter about the age. Because when I was growing up in high school, my favorite teacher was like the oldest man in the building. <laughs> so I, I don't know if age really matters. Um, but the kids are, again, they're super respectful of the situation. And I think that they enjoy just being back in the classroom. What's the uh, what's the environment like in high school now when it comes to cheating? Because I, I, like, I, I often wonder, I, I often nice. wonder the way technology is now, just the, the, the sort of the evolution of cheating must be incredibly difficult to spot. Um, I mean, that's one thing that I can put in my back pocket that because I'm young, I'm like, I know all the tricks of the trade. Gotcha. Still. Gotcha. <laughs> Have you caught so, anyone I'm, this year so far? Of course. You know, oh. they want to, they want to trial it. They want to see what they can get away with, but yeah. it is what it is. We address it. And the biggest thing too, is just teaching them about what plagiarism is because it's important to, you know, get that out of the way now, because if we go into university or college program and you do that, the consequences are much more severe. So I know I just bring this up with the students and they kind of have an idea of what's going on. But yeah, because I'm young, I know the tricks of the trade still. So I think that gives me an extra helpful hand. But yeah, it happens. It's it's not a surprise. I saw a video the other day on uh, on Instagram where it was somebody at their desk. Right. Uh-huh. And on their desk, they had a pencil case. Right. And the pencil case was open. It was sitting on their desk and the pencil case was open. And if you, you could see inside the pencil case, there was just a bunch of pencils in there. Right. But what was actually in there was their phone, but there mm-hmm. it was what they had open on their phone was a picture of pencils. So all oh lined up. So if you were just walking the aisles and yeah. you looked over your shoulder and you saw an open pencil case, all you're seeing is pencils. And yeah. then the, and then you just see the person just reach into their pencil case and start swiping screens. <laughs> Right? Oh like like they're rooting around for a new pencil, and then they would swipe it back to the pencil picture. Wow. So, Teresa, what, what kind of things have you caught your students doing? Um, eraser. The, the, like, the thing that goes around the eraser, sometimes they'll write notes on it, and then they'll fold it on and off of it. Oh um, I've also seen the phone. And, you know, sometimes they think they can, they just want to test the water. Yeah. So they'll see what they can get away with. But for most of my students, they've been absolutely wonderful. And, you know, I've set the, the ground rules for our classroom. And, you know, I've told them, you know, if I catch you, you get a zero. So it is what it is. Like, ba- saw- like back, back in the day, do you remember on test day? I don't know if it was like this in your school, Mocha, growing up. But on test day, like during exams, uh-huh. right, uh, you would always see an influx of uh, girls wearing skirts to school. Yeah. Oh, because they would write the answers on their thighs? On the thigh. And just sort of like, yeah, yeah, 100%. It was skirt day. Yeah. When chemistry finals happened, skirt day. Oh, man. <laughs> Teresa. Oh, it was so wonderful finally getting to uh, to talk to you. Thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha show. Um, thank you for sharing the show with your students. Um, big shout out to all the kids listening. Yeah. Um, good luck. No cheating, please. You have a good teacher. <laughs> Uh, that's with you every single day, and she's working her ass off uh, to get y'all right for life. Hey, uh, Teresa, do you want a $250 gift card to Metro? Oh, my 
god, that would be amazing. Thank you. I yeah. could definitely use that to buy treats for the kids. <laughs> we have we have uh, Metro gift cards all week. Love Metro. All their holiday stuff is in there right now, and they have you covered. Two hundred fifty dollars. Uh, we have these all week, and we're just happy to give them to people who are awesome, who want to jump on the radio with us, and. Uh, uh, entertain us and everybody else. So there you go. The Metro gift card is yours. Oh, real quick. Thank you yes. so much. Uh, Teresa, real talk. Just the three of us here, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no one else is listening. Yeah. Is there like one kid in your class that you just absolutely hate? <laughs> wow. What a question. No, I think that every kid has their gifts and every kid is a blessing in the classroom. And, you know, the the jokesters of the class often make the class the best because you never know what questions they're going to ask. You never know. They keep you on your toes. True that. And it just makes every day a new experience. Bro, you lying. <laughs> you know the kids are all looking around right now and being like, we know which one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Teresa, we love you. Happy holidays. Thank you for uh, being part of the Roz and Mocha Show family. Thank you for everything that you do as well. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Bailey, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, Bailey. Uh, Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Why are you reaching out? My boyfriend does not want to live with me. Oh, wow. Uh, You wrote us this, Bailey. Hey, Razamoka FML. My boyfriend of four years doesn't want to move in yet. He's terrified of change, but I'm getting really impatient as living independently is expensive. Very Uh, expensive. (laughs) Had you lived together before or no? Like this is would be the first time. This would be the first time. Yeah, we've never lived together at all. No, this would be the first time. Yeah. How often when you guys talk about moving in together, are you using the um, because it's too expensive to not live together? Um, I actually have only brought it up a few times, but he's always like, you're independent. You work so hard. You know, you'll figure it out. So when you tell him, so when you tell him you want to live together, why do you tell him you want to live together? Um, I tell him because, oh yeah, I guess I think the biggest thing is probably just like time together. Um, like I do want to spend more time okay. with him physically. Let me, let me, I, okay. Why does uh, he think you want to live together? Ooh, I think probably... Oh, this is a great question. I would say probably because for maybe for motivated by finances. Yes, money. Yeah, yeah that's no, yeah. You, you can't go at somebody with wanting to live together because it's going to save you money. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally understandable. You do, you, do you live by yourself or are you living at home like with your family right now? We are both living independently as millennials. Okay. So it is a struggle <laughs> for real. Um, so I know we, it consistently comes up in the conversations because I think for a lot of millennials, that is that is the conversation of like, how are we going to make this work, right? Um, past the, the 30 mark, right? Of like, how are we going to have a house, that kind of stuff. But yeah. I think you're right because finances aren't everything in a relationship. I just, I just don't think you can lead with it. I don't think that that is any reason that even if you are wildly in love, everything else, I'm getting the sense that he thinks the reason you want him to move in is because it's going to save money, which is, which is, which is no, it's not motivating for anyone. It wouldn't be motivating for you. No, definitely not. Not at all. You don't want to hear him say, Hey, why don't you move in? And you're like, Oh my God, that'd be great. And he, he looks at you and goes, yeah, God, we'd save a ton of money. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want to hear, I love you. I want to spend more time with you. You know, I want to, I, I think that we got a future together, you know, all this stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Which we talk about, but I think I'm not going to lie with uh, the cost of everything. It's always, it comes up in conversation. I'm sure yeah. it does for everybody this sure. time of year, but. Um, or yeah. I wonder Bailey, and I don't know if you guys have talked about this or not. If some of his apprehension is he likes having his own space. Yeah. That's totally true as well. Right, that's, And then like the thought of like sharing a space with someone, even if it is somebody that he's committed to, somebody that he loves, um, kind of scares him a little bit because then he doesn't have that space anymore. Like what's his is his right now. Like, I don't know. I'm just speculating. No, that's understandable. That's that's fair. Yeah. And I think that that individual space is really important. Um, and especially, I think, too, like for a lot of people, especially after the pandemic, we all spent so much time alone. Right. Mm. So we're comfortable and used to it. So that's totally understandable. Yeah. And change is hard. <laughs> now, when you talk about living together, are you talking about him moving in with you or are you moving in with him? Um, so we've actually decided, I think that it would be best for us to find something together so we can Agreed. create the space together. Yeah. Agreed. That's what you need. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, and then that way it's like in between his work and my work and nobody has to sacrifice anything. Yeah. That's the big thing is nobody should have to give up either of our lives or responsibilities for this to work. Yeah, yeah. I think Roz is right, though. I think you have to go at the conversation talking about your relationship as opposed to the finances. Yeah, that's that's totally And how you can grow as a couple, right? Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, that's totally fair. I think that's 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 you guys have fixed my life. <laughs> <laughs> easy. There you yeah, go. That, that was easy. Beautiful. Yeah, that was pretty that's uh, a lot. Yeah, but yeah that I, was I, I think as far as I think as far as a motivator goes because he, you know, you you, you want to be if you if you love the guy enough that you want to live together, right? Then you have a conversation about the future and and yeah. you know, this is sort of like step 2 or 3 in in a, you know, in a multi-year hopefully wonderful plan that you guys are going to live together. Um, you know, you don't want to just make it all about the money because what does that mean for you guys? And it, and it puts a lot of pressure because, you know, you know, he doesn't want you to just think that, you know, you, he's there because you're relying on him financially or vice versa. Right. Nobody wants to feel that way. You want to feel like you come home to a to a to a house that's full of love. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah 100 percent. Yeah. I got to create that love. Yeah. Does that help, Bailey? It's very helpful. Thank you very much for oh, making my Tuesday. You got it. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. Take care. Love you. You too. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I forgot about Michael Jack and Michael Jackson's relationship with the Sega company. Do you remember when he did the Moonwalker? Right? No. That was a that was a whole thing. And he did music for I think one of the Sonic the Hedgehog games as well. Really? He had this yeah, he had this big relationship. Oh, did not know. But there was for Sega World, which I don't even know. I guess it was like a theme park that they they had at one time or were building. There was a game, an interactive game that people could go and play at Sega World that was mm. sort of live action but also a shooter. And it was called Scramble Training. And Michael Jackson in a suit sitting in like a space chair was your scramble training instructor. And the like game, men in black style. Yeah. And the game was never like released. I don't think anybody had ever played it. And the, all the Michael Jackson parts were thought to be long lost, just gone. Mm -hmm. But somebody found a copy of them at like a trunk sale in the UK. 
just like a, all the video of Michael Jackson doing all his parts oh. for so that so listen to this. This is imagine playing this video game. Okay, okay. like I love I love Michael Jackson. Listen, we all love Michael Jackson. And everything else. Sure. Who, who Michael Jackson could command a million people standing on stage. Yes. Michael Jackson commanding you as a starfighter with that voice. Take a listen. This is A Shuttle calling AS1 report status. <laughs> oh my this God. AS1, all crew on board. Roger. Welcome everyone to Scramble Training. I am Commander Jackson. By completing this training successfully, you will be qualified for the space pilot's license. Okay. Please hold firmly to the handles in front of you. Uh-huh. AS1, commence loading sequence. Loading sequence started. I'm not y'all, dog. I'm not listening Come to on. you. <laughs> there's there's so much more. There's so I'm much more. I'm to get training from you. T minus five seconds to ignition. Four, three, two, one. Ignite. What? All engines, emergency <laughs> shutdown. <laughs> what? Air brakes. We're not going to make it. Watch out! <laughs> that was close. Is everybody all right? Yeah, we're good. I'm opening the escape hatches, so please evacuate in an orderly fashion. Okay. Unfortunately, you did not qualify for the space pilot's license. Aww. Come back again soon for another challenge. Goodbye. <laughs> Deuces, dog. I'm out. I'm not coming back. Not if you're my. Not if you're training me. I can't. I, I'm, I'm sort of on the fence as to whether they paid because Jackson was weird, right? Like he just did weird stuff. Like, they either paid Michael Jackson an atrocious amount of money to do that, or he did it for free. Like, I don't think it was a moderate amount of money. I think they either, like, I think they they were, like, up in the millions of dollars, or literally Michael Jackson sat there and did the whole thing for no money. I'm going to say Michael Jackson did it for no money. I agree with you. Because he would have been into this. Like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. And kids are going to love it. Yeah. And I want to make people happy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that is uh, uh, scramble training. <laughs> oh, no. Everything went horribly wrong. Get to the escape pods. <laughs> Not think, enough panic in your voice. Play, play the last, play the last clip, play the last clip. Whoa! Touchdown! Engage air brakes. You have earned your space pilot's license. Oh, finally! Congratulations, pilots. And please come again soon. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Thanks, MJ. Thanks, man. You're a real one. <laughs> uh, Where'd you get your training from? Michael Jackson. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Sham, you are very lucky, sir, that you're not in this room right oh. now. That you're working in another studio. Why? Oh. Uh, is, I'm not going to lie, guys. Yeah. It's kind of getting a little stinky in here. Yeah, oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's getting a little stinky in here. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why... <laughs> so, a couple of weeks ago, Roz, you said on the show, like, one of your favorite snacks... Um, what is it? The Dukes. Dick's sausages. Not Dick's. Duke's. <laughs> Dick's. What's the matter with you? Duke's sausages. Yeah. Right? Your favorite flavor. What was it? Yeah. Hot, um, hot and spicy. Hot and spicy. You couldn't smoke, find it anymore. Smoke shorties. Right? So I get all my stuff at Metro, right? Uh-huh. And they just stopped carrying them like straight up. And then I wrote Duke's, the people, and I was like, yo, I can't find your hot and spicy shorties anymore. And then they wrote me back saying that they were actually discontinued in Canada. So there, there are still some available in mm-hmm. stores here. Right. But moving forward, there as soon will, as that supply is gone, as soon as that supply is gone, I'm done. I'm screwed. Right. So once that happened, Razamoka fans all over started coming through, 
And we're like, we'll help you out. We'll hook you up. We're going to get these sausages to you, right? <laughs> yeah. So just last week, we got um, an Amazon delivery. <laughs> and it didn't say who it was from. But no. it was from a fan, yeah. right? So I'm we can't assuming. even shout them out. I don't even know. And in the no, Amazon no. bag was like bags on bags of, of these. Of Dukes. Of this, Dukes yeah. hot and spicy. These little buggers. And then Shem, just yesterday, gets a delivery here of a box, a heavy box, Pure yeah. Later, I believe, or FedEx, Yep. Yeah. dropped off for Shem, attention Roz. Yeah. Roz opens up the box today, and what's inside the box? Yeah, more, more shorties. More. Immediately, Roz rips open a bag and starts, <laughs> not good. starts eating, it's, right? It's not it. While drinking his carbonated beverages, <laughs> it's Perrier. so gassy. Breakfast of champions. So, Bro, I'm so Before gassy the show right even now. started, the burps yeah, I'm in so, here. I'm so gassy right and now. And then he, because Roz is a nice guy, we all know this. Come on now. Right? Decides, hey, damn it, Maury, would you like some of these sausages? So Maury starts taking some. They're fantastic. Yeah. And like within one. seconds of the first one that Maury ate, started <laughs> ga the gas started being released. Well, it tingles yeah. your throat. Yeah. And and since then, yeah. it's the just just the room. It's just gas, like just burps on burps on burps. I know. I'm sorry. I should have waited. I really should have waited. You're right. God, and, no I way. and I and I apologize. No good, there's no better time. No, this is what I. This is like I have a routine with these. But this right? is why when you have these bags of sausages at home. Yes. This is exactly what your house must smell like. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yes. Like Catherine, Catherine, I feel you. Girl. Oh, I I crack a carbonated drink and I sit down and because I eat a whole bag at a time, yeah. right? Like it's like one bag, one sitting. One bag, one. <laughs> serving like if i take a bag out of the pantry it did like there's never a remainder that goes back in can i see i don't even know why they're ziplocked that's from ros mocha fan cindy by the way is oh, it cindy yeah. okay yeah. does your daughter appreciate these? no 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 i don't even know what these smell like no Try one. Well, didn't the burps tell you? Try one. Oh! Try one. <laughs> Wait, that bag was full. That is a strong yeah. Try one. smell. Try one. Are you a meat stick fan, though? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah. I like, because I always like to look at nutritional yeah, facts. Sure. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Six servings per container. And then I was complaining uh, that I didn't couldn't get these anymore. And then, like, I don't know, the, the people at Slim Jim sent me, like, a 40-pound box <laughs> of just all Slim Jim. You snap like, into it. I know. Everybody wants me to, like... Like, everybody's worried about my salt oh intake. My God, bro, you want to talk salt? I got, like, 200 Slim Jims at home now that I don't know what I'm going to do with. Yo, the sodium on this, just yeah. for two of the sausage links? Yeah, yeah, what is it? The, uh, 390. Okay. Is that, that seems low. Milligram. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a lot. Dude. I've seen higher. Per two. For two. two. And this is a bag. Oh, okay. This is a serving of right. six in here, right. man. What about for 12? Because I think that's what I've had. No. Yeah. Uh, try buddy. one. Try one. Try one. Come on. If you're going to like complain about how much we smell, you might as well at least try one. Yeah. What? There's two left. Can I have the other one? <laughs> no, Maury. There's two left. Two. Oh, God. It really does smell hot and spicy. Yeah, they're good. It's a good meat stick. Like, if you're a fan of meat sticks, which I am, I'm a huge fan of meat sticks. Mm. It's a good meat stick. Right? Oh, the spice kicks in. Right? Quick. Right? Not gonna lie. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's gonna stink even more now. Thank I'm you. Sold. Yeah, now, now here, I have a Perrier. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Jake! 
Razumoka. Hi, how are you? Good, buddy. What's going on, oh, man? man? Three seconds in, you already sound stressed out. What's up? Just need advice on how to stay positive and be more optimistic in life. How to stay positive and be more optimistic. He wrote us this, uh, hey, Razumoka, fix my life. Between a newborn baby rebuilding our home from the ground up, which the costs have risen exponentially, and juggling through a full-time job, all at the same time, there is no breathing room for both myself and my wife, and these are taking a great emotional toll on us. How can I stay more focused and motivated to get through all of this now that I'm a new dad while providing the support my baby and my wife need? Damn. So you guys are obviously not living at the home that's being renovated. That's right. Then we've actually moved four times this year. Yeah, oh, that's a lot. wow. That is nuts. With the newborn? Or, like, within that time, uh, your wife was still pregnant, and then she had the had the baby? Yeah, we moved three times while she was pregnant, and then we moved once after she was born. But there, there's an end in sight to all of this, right? I mean, we saw the end about six months ago with the house, but with COVID and everything, it's yeah. costs have gone up. Um, it's tough on our bank, bank accounts. And, so is the um, house just not being worked on right now, or...? Like, the, the progress is. is very slow. The progress is really slow. And, you know, like, as someone who's never done something like that before, like, I had no idea. So extensive. Bro. And the amount of work that's required, it's it's insane. So, okay. So, but by at the end of all of this, right, like, if everything works out, when the house is done, everything, are, are you guys going to be fine? Or are you going to now not be able to afford the house that you guys just renovated? We should be fine but as you know with the interest rate hikes and whatnot it's going to be really challenging with our mortgage payments for example yeah so, um so are you thinking that you're going to have to get rid of the house like you have to sell it once it's uh it's finally built i mean i don't think we have to resort to that but like if things continue the way they are then that is an option which is unfortunate so i think that part of feeling overwhelmed is um of avoiding some conversations that you guys may have to have like mm. you've got to the point now like a lot of people where you know you're going to be struggling and i think that maybe you're like this is just what people do and this is just life and everybody struggles which is true everybody does struggle but if you're heading into that with no plan on how to avoid things that are going to hit you the hardest you're you're setting yourself up for failure and that's why you're str that's why you're stressed so much right now if you told us that when this house is done, you know, my God, we just got to get through this rental. We got to get through everything else. Once all that's done, then there's a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Then you can be optimistic about things. But when you say that you need to be optim more optimistic in life, what do you have to be optimistic about? Uh, like, for example, um, there's a lot of confrontation with the contractors that I work with. Yeah. And oftentimes it's not the most pleasant way because things aren't done right or things are not done smoothly. So that affects how I feel for the day or even that week. And especially for my wife who's recovering from like giving birth and I really need to be like in tip top shape to be able to yeah. provide the right support that she needs. I think that one thing that you need to do is to just make sure that you have a conversation with your wife that as bad as anything gets, we got to promise each other that you're just not going to take it out on one another. Mm -hmm. Right. That's like step one. When Rox was born, we did a full house reno when she was a newborn and we lived in the house when we were doing it. Yeah. And I was getting up in the middle of the night to come in and do this show and then going off to do the, the TV show and then coming home and I was firing contractors um, and I was like arguing with people. Like it was crazy. It was a full, it was 12 months 
that Ooh. that this went that this went on. Mm-hmm. And it was so incredibly overwhelming. The thing that like that sucked the most is that my house was just full of strangers all the time. And I didn't feel like we like we had this brand new kid and this great, you know, sort of relationship. And I didn't have any time for 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 any of them. But I could see light at the end of the tunnel. You have to find something to be optimistic about. Yeah, you're right. To be what are the conversations that you're having with your wife? Like, what does she say about all of this? I mean, I try to get her not as involved anymore because she's already busy as it is. But um, she's also stressed because we were supposed to move in this year summer. We're still moved in, and it looks like it's going to be early next year. Yeah. yeah. That's normal, so, though. That's normal. This is your first yeah. reno. You know, welcome to it. The project end date is never, like, actual project end date. Yeah. Roz is completely, 100% right, where you and your wife have to have these conversations and be uh, on board on the same side of things. And just know that there is an end in sight. You guys are, like, pretty much there. You're close. Um, and, and just try your best not to blow up in each other's faces. Right. Yeah. I think you, I think you also have to design victories for yourself. I think that you and your wife need to recognize when the other person needs a win. And I think that you guys should, you know, do those little things that sort of give you satisfaction or the sense of accomplishment or that you are in fact moving forward, you know, And, and I think that you can do that for one another, but I think that that comes first from just sitting down and having this conversation with her. Yeah. So you don't feel I mean, so you don't feel stuck the whole time. Yeah, you're right. It's hard, but like based on what you guys said, I'm, I'm I can't be the only one. And you know, with the new kid, like, I got to step up my game. So I'll try to focus a bit more. You don't have to. You don't have to take it all. You know, but you got to give yourself a win every now and then. Maybe I'm being too hard on myself. Yeah, I think you are. I think you are. It's just I stress, gotta, man. I think you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ease up on yourself a little tiny bit, man. Does that help, Jake? Even just talking about it? Yeah, it does. I mean, like it's always helpful just kind of talking about it in the open. Yeah. yeah. Be able to just let it out. So um, that feels much better. So thank you, guys. All right, buddy. All it, the man. best, man. Thank you. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. My first time with a beard in the winter, and when it gets this cold, stuff sticks to your beard. That's. She's stop That's putting not grease true. on it then, Maury. It's not, not true, true at all. No, like my nose stuff comes. It no. just, ugh. Disgusting no. First of all, name. I don't even want to know what you consider to be nose stuff, Maury. Thanks. Like the runoff. No, that's fine. Yeah, it's not a creek. Bro, <laughs> go see a doctor. Yeah, that is medical attention needed. That is not for people to hear. But anyway, let's talk about it. Okay, fair enough. No, I don't want to. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I've never had anything stick to my beard. You know what I will say, though? Um, you're Because you trimmed down nice and short lately, Mocha. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. I saw a video of you last week, something that we had done, like, in the middle of the pandemic, and you you were, like, thick. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you bring like, that back? Thick. I don't like it. I like the short stuff. You do, better. huh? Yeah. See, I, I like it. long as Roz. Really? Yeah, no, I thought, and I no, looked you know at what, you. You know what happens yeah. is when the beard gets to a certain length, yeah. you get, uh, they call it, like the beard wave yeah right where the hair just like kind of curls or wavy gets wavy yeah i don't really like that why don't you buy a straightener i have one and why didn't you use it i did and you didn't like it that was fine i tried using one on me and i'm still gay well you're not gay your beard's gay is that what you're trying to say you have a gay beard maury or a straightener and it didn't work no (laughs) (laughs) i don't worry more i think my beard's a big gay too I can tell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially on the sides. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I saw I just, a video of you and I thought uh, you looked real good, man. Really? Yeah, I really did. Uh, I sort of I sort no, of missed it. I like the uh, it looked I like the short. It, it looked like you looked a little mean. Really? Yeah, you did. Oh, I don't yeah. want to come off as Yeah, mean. you have something it's in your mean. teeth, by no, the way. I don't do you want me to do you want me to tell you when uh, you have something in your teeth or yeah, not? Yeah, please. Go like this. Is it right in the middle? No, it's bottom. Uh-huh. Go go closer to your camera. Go, go, no. Yeah, why? Do it. Let the people enjoy this. Go close go closer to your camera. Don't worry about it. Lean Bo- in. Your bottom, bottom right. Oh, let me see. You got it out already. Oh. Man, what's maybe, the matter with you? Maybe there was nothing in my you teeth and no it was just your per- terrible you have, eyes. You have no sense of performance when it comes to stuff like this. Or the fact that you're not even wearing no, you're your readers. Supposed to, you're supposed to let us do a close-up. No. You're supposed to, yeah. Can you put it back in your teeth? No, what do you, no look, he's, he found it. He knows where it is. It's in his mouth somewhere right now. No, I have yes. no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, no, uh-huh. no, I have no idea. Yeah, I watch you get it out. I'm going to go back to the replay, and I'm going to watch you, and I'm watch you dig it out with your tongue. Any, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going back to the replay. I'm going back to the replay. I'm going back to okay, the replay. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, don't worry don't about really it. Why are we all fighting today, goddammit? I'm like, I didn't want to fight it all. It's yeah, you're, me. You're the problem. It's you. you. Oh, please. You're the antihero. Right I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm the nice one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, tis the holiday season, y'all. Um, Tim Mori was hanging out with uh, Michael Bunting of the Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday. Man is supposed to be practicing. Meanwhile, Maury's got him off to the side. Mm-hmm. While the rest of the team is doing their thing, running mm-hmm. drills. And Maury and Michael Bunting are sitting there singing Christmas carols <laughs> while the rest of the team is practicing. He's young, huh? Michael Bunting, more? 27. 27. Yeah, we raised that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big fan of the Razamoka show. Yeah. Which is why we appreciate that Michael Bunting always gives us time. And he always has a good time kicking it with David Maury. These guys are like best friends. Is this the thing, Maury, that, that somebody uh, was talking about yesterday on Twitter? Where, yeah, because like, there, was, there was a legit like reporter who was like, Michael Bunting is like doing some wild stuff right now on the ice. Well, I didn't realize that while we were singing behind, they were like not doing a media scrum because we were too loud. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> they couldn't. It. Okay, they that's couldn't. awesome. So this All is right. uh, David Moore with Michael Bunting of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, in an ongoing effort to get you into the festive spirit, I dragged my carcass out to Leafs practice with my buddy, 58, Michael Bunting. How are you? I'm good. Are you festively ready? I am. Do you sing Christmas songs at home? I like singing, yeah. Do I'm you, a big karaoke oh, guy. No. Okay, because I brought with me the big red cup of Christmas songs. Oh, boy. Here we go. So you'll pick a song, and then we'll sing together. Okay, cool. But before I do that, do you guys, I guess, exchange gifts on the team? Like, what is protocol for the holiday season? Like, does everybody have to buy everybody a gift? That's a lot of gifts. That is a lot of gifts. Although you're rich, right? <laughs> <laughs> some are. Some are. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes we do, like, a secret Santa, um, but I don't think we're doing one this year. Oh, I think our, why not? It's just been very busy, and we... Uh, we didn't schedule that, so we were slacking a little. All right, here we go. You pick a song, we're going to sing. Here we go. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh, okay, you ready? You know this oh, one. No. Well, I know the title. Have yourself, yourself a merry little Christmas. If, if you're, don't repeat after me. Do you know the words? I don't know the words. <laughs> if oh, your no. heart 
divides. Ooh. Oh my god, I'm if your heart divides, that ain't the words. Here we go, next song. All I want for a Mariah Carey is you. No, no, we have to start from the very beginning. Okay, yeah, that was great, right? I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need, and I don't care about the little pitchy guys underneath the Christmas tree. All I want for no. You know what? I was just listening to this the other day. No, you weren't. Okay, next song. Let it snow. Okay, ready? Here we go. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. Oh, well, it doesn't show, show sign of, of stopping. My dear, I brought uh, some corn for... You're not even singing anything. <laughs> you're just making sounds. I brought me some corn... You're both bad. ...for popping. Let it snow, no, let, let it snow, snow. <laughs> let it snow. Wow. Okay, what nice. is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Home Alone 2. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, <laughs> I printed a couple lines from Home Alone, and you will play Kevin. Okay, Plaza Hotel, may I help you? Howdy do. This is Peter McAllister, the father. I'd like a, I'd like a hotel room with, with an, an extra large bed, a TV, and one of those little refrigerators with a key. Okay, you'll need a major credit card upon check-in. Credit card? You got it. Okay, very good. Next song. Eh? Here we go. Here we go. Right. I sure hope you're having fun. I'm having a great time. Okay. Sounds like Silver it. bells. Oh. Silver bells. Silver bells. Silver bells. Wow. <laughs> it's Christmas time in the city. Jingling. Jingling. No, you go hear them ring. Get ready. Jingling. Hear them ring. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Silver bells. No, in the city. <laughs> in the city. You too, I swear. I hope we put you in the festive spirit. Happy holidays. Are you excited for the season? Are you excited for Christmas? I am. Favorite time of the year. Did you finish your Christmas shopping yet? No, I did not. Am I on the bunting Christmas family list now? You are now. Oh, because you're oh. not on mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Happy Christmas holidays. from Michael Bunting and me. And the Razamoka show. Oh my god. Did he dude. have to play hockey after that? Yeah. Like, oh my god. Not very well. <laughs> the poor guy. If these guys lose the next game. I'm shush with that. <laughs> What's the matter with you? You can all blame Dammit Mori. Uh big shout out to uh, Michael Bunting of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Got a couple of Christmas related questions from fans. On the Razamoka text line, Brian asks, All right, would you rather one big gift or lots of little gifts? One big. Same. Easy for me. One Just big. One big. My mom is the, the the queen of, oh, lots of little things to open, right? Yeah. And I'm like, it's nice and everything else, right? It sure. is, it is. But I'm just like, just one thing. I'm fine. I enjoy watching everyone else open all of their gifts and yes. getting enjoyment from that. For me, I would rather have one gift to open, and then enjoy the rest of the day with everyone yes. else. I like the little gifts. You do? Yes, uh, I actually do. See, so uh, I used to get, like, the big gift, like some sort of kitchen thing or whatever. But in the recent years, it was always lots of little things in the stocking or whatever, and I quite enjoy that. Like, if it's pajamas or soap or tea, I like all that stuff now. You know, I could go really – I'm at the point right now. I could go the rest of my life not receiving a gift – from anyone that I know what? for Christmas and be totally fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, get I, that. I I really I really am. Like just come and hang out, eat my food, make me laugh, 
And that's all I really want. Like I'm at that point now where I just like I don't I don't even need a gift. Like wow. I, I really and I understand the gesture. I'm and, not at that and, point. Yeah, yeah, I'm not at that stage maturity yet either. Far from it. Shem, you're next. Nope. One big gifts or lots of little ones? A bunch of little ones. I, oh, wow. More than anything, I want a gift that's going to last me. I don't want a one-time sort of gift. You know what I mean? Like I, give me. I will take a pair of clothing any mm. day of the week. Don't give me like here's a hundred bucks to the keg because I can only use that oh. once. You know what I mean? Like I, I or, or like cologne. Oh my gosh, give me cologne. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. But Love whoever you. buys you the cologne, want, I want though. But you, so you want cologne, not concert tickets. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. I got you. I, I got hint you. all I year. I hint to my family what I want, and nobody has ever given me what I hinted at. So what did you hint at this year? I want a lower, <laughs> I want a lower back support thing for the car, uh-huh. like right. lumbar. But that's not a Christmas gift, though. But I'm fine with that for Christmas. T- like, I've hinted at that. Like, I just want something, not the How whole seat. Like, a lower back. I said to Matthew, going, get me this for Christmas. That's oh, not a so hint. That's, that's not a hint. That's not a hint. No, that's but- like straight up telling me <laughs> what know, you want for Christmas. He won't. <laughs> Hinting. I've is- already looked at his browser history and I know what he's getting me. Oh, hint. hint. Oh, what is he getting you? <laughs> like a photograph of, from Studio 54. If Matthew looked for your browser history, oh, he can't. Oh, oh. Uh, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's home for the holidays with Red Tagged on CA on Kiss 92.5. Hello, Chaya. It's Roz and Mocha. How's it going? Oh, it's good. How are you guys? Doing good. Oh, I love the accent. Where are you from? London. Nice. <laughs> um, and you are living where? In Oakville. Chaya, so how long have you been living in uh, Oakville for? When did you move? Uh, we've been in Oakville for seven years now. Okay. But in Canada for 20. For 20? Wow. And what are you, what's the, the sort of story here? Um, with Razamoka's Home for the Holidays, we, you know, the, the, the goal is to talk to people mm-hmm. and, and try and either get you back home or get somebody who's far away um, here. What's, uh, what's your story? What are you trying to accomplish? So, you know, I lost all my dad um, three years ago, pre-COVID. And he's 86 years old. But when I saw him, it was heartbreaking at the time. Because when I left him, he said to me, it was probably the last time I'd ever see him due to health issues. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's 86 now, thank God. And while his legs are giving up, his hearing's poor, he's still so jolly and absolutely loving. And he rarely complains. But, you know, his biggest complaint is he just doesn't see, he doesn't see me often, as often as he should do. And and it's just, it's so heartbreaking when that happens. What other immediate family do you have back home in london with him any siblings anyone else like your mom's still around my unfortunately my mom passed away from a hospital error um about three decades ago so goodness i'm sorry yeah thank you very much um but you know i do have my brother there he doesn't live with my dad he lives about an hour away so you know dad doesn't he's not able to drive much so he doesn't get out we have all the family there but he's still alone um, when you say that you haven't seen him in three years, why haven't you been able to get back? COVID. Yeah. Just because of COVID. And, you know, earlier this year I lost my job, so have to think about how many times I can go over mm-hmm. to visit. So, Has he ever asked you, like, in conversation, even though, like, three years ago he said this is probably the last time um, you'll see him, like, throughout the last three years during any conversations with him, has he brought up the fact that, hey, I'd like to, to see you again, or is there a chance that we'll be able to see each other again? Absolutely, every day. Ever oh. since the pandemic, literally, my sister and I call him at 11 o'clock via WhatsApp video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's quite funny. He's not tech savvy, so 
while it's hilarious that we see the top of his head or his not up his nostrils, <laughs> <laughs> you know, knowing knowing he can see our faces makes him so happy. And you know, every day, without fail, the end of the conversation is, "I love you, I miss you, and I can't wait to see you." And it makes it's the highlight of my day to have that call, but it breaks your heart at the same time. So, are you now living with the idea that you may not see him again? Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's just I. I. It's tough. You. You're sort of paralyzed, and you know, as a kid, you can't do all the things that you, you know, wish you could. And every time you talk to your dad, you know, you get the sense that he's very optimistic. But you know how parents are. He knows. He knows the deal, right? He knows. He knows the deal, and he's he's ready. He's ready to let go. It's yeah. just we're not ready to let go. I don't think you are ever ready. And you know, you just want to. It's great with with the WhatsApp video, but it's not the same because you just can't touch him, you can't hug him, and just that that closeness we miss it so much. Uh, well, Shia, um, at eleven o'clock when you talk to your dad, will you let him know to expect some visitors this Christmas? Are you kidding with me? You no? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get you home to see your pop. Oh my God, Rosemaker, thank you. Thank you so much. You have no idea what this means. <laughs> my dad is going to be so happy. I think, I think, Shia, I think everybody listening right now knows exactly what this means. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's huge. You, you guys, it's absolutely huge. It's huge. <laughs> you made my day. You we, have made my day. We appreciate you so much. And. That's what we do. That's what makes... This is one of my favorite things we ever do on this show is Razamoka's Home for the Holidays and the brilliant people at redtag.ca have been on board with this and able to make all of this happen and hug your dad tight and enjoy the hell out of the holidays. I can't. I just can't wait. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, We love you right back. Just make sure at 11 a.m. when you are on WhatsApp video with your dad and your sister... You have him, like, frame the, the, the camera properly so it's not up his nostrils or not at the top of his head. So you can actually see his reaction when you tell he him that is, you're coming home for the holidays this uh, this Christmas. He's going to be gobsmacked, and I know he's going to be so teary. Aw, Chaya, you're making us teary right now, girl. Thank you so much for oh. reaching out. Um, and, and we can't tell you how much uh, love we're sending to you and to your entire family, and especially your father. Thank you. Thank you. So I love you guys too. You Thank you. It. And happy holidays. You happy it, holidays to you. That is Roz and Mocha's home for the holidays along with redtech.ca. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, the LCBO released their list. What? For 2022. Of how much I. Pr- oh. Uh, well, that's list number two. Uh, <laughs> list of what uh, people on, in Ontario were buying up the most. Okay. For this year, okay. What do you hold, think? Uh, like, okay, wh- it, like, are you looking for specific or like, can I say wine? No, you can do that. I sure. can, do, I can do that. What are people buying the most? What do I see people buying? Depends on the LCBO you go to. To be honest with you, what, I'm gonna say White Claw. You're gonna say White Claw? Yeah, I think that you're on the right track with like a like canned coolers, like because there's those are like they've moved all of those. Like if it's hard to find beer in LCBOs now, like all those cooler cans back. are yeah are all moved up mm-hmm. to the front now. I'm sort of with Maury on this one. I'm White gonna Claw go. Or Vizzy. I'm gonna so, go. I'm gonna go with like those canned coolers. 
So coolers and pre-mixed cocktails slowed down. What? But they are still the most popular category. There you go. Okay? Yep. yep. The thing that saw the most increase for 2022 at the LCBO this year okay. was tequila. Te- really? Yeah, up 28%. What do they attribute that to? Um, It says here, innovative brands. Mm. Cocktail trends and mm, stuff like that, right? See, I don't do that. I don't do mixed drinks. Uh, Ontario was also thirsty for whiskey and scotch this year. Really? And again, brands that are coming out with different mixes, different, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 barrel tastes yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And other companies who That's may not have lost uh, on me, man. You know, companies that may not have dabbled in whiskey and scotch before, but right. they have a brand name behind them. Gotcha. Are dipping into that world. Yeah, I don't enjoy that stuff. Like just sipping on. I want to try that this uh, this Christmas. I want to get a brandy for the first time. Oh my God, Morty, you're gonna ruin you're gonna your vacation, die. bro. You're gonna <laughs> die. I've always wanted you're, to sort of sit by uh, a fire with a brandy. Go for it. Go uh, for it. Do yeah. it. Go. Absolutely. Go for it. Right out of the bottle, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whiskey and scotch, twenty uh, up twenty five percent. Really? This year? Yeah. That's huge. And surprisingly, yeah. it says here, wine sales were down. Hmm. I could see that because a lot of people probably weren't having company over, which is when you would use mm-hmm. wine at yeah. dinner. You're right about that. Yeah, yeah, wine sales were down. However, the sale of expensive wines is up. Was up. Really? Yeah. Huh. I guess. It's, like, I think it's a lot. The, last year and this year, it's all about the individual drinking. Mm, yeah. That's yes. true. Yes. That's true. Yes. No, you're right. I'm trying to think of like the last time I like I, I like I don't even know like going in like. I haven't bought a bottle of like vodka or anything like that in years. Like it's been years since I I went down any of the aisles. Like maybe as a gift that I got to get for somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Like as a gift. And now the LCBO, they have one. Like in the LCBO I go to, right? There's one line now where before you would like find like you would line up in front of individual sort of like checkouts, right? Sure. Now there's one line off to the side, and then they call you over, right? Oh. Okay. Yes, and it's and it's like that in a, like I've been to three LCBOs that are like really? that now, where it's Weird. one line, but that line is basically runs down an aisle, uh-huh. right? And when you're standing there in that aisle, it's like when you go to the stores and they put all the candy oh. like in the in the, the checkout the aisle, shopping. the impulse buys, yeah. And so this aisle where the lineup is is all that. It's all like the impulse buys or the gotcha. little minis. Yeah, it's all of that stuff. Yeah. It's all like, oh, I've easy. never tried this. Yeah. Oh, what is this new thing? Totally. All everything that has beautiful. Mickey, it's like a Mickey size, right? All the beautiful packaging, like yeah. all the new. Well, they, if right? you wanted the mini, could you drink it there and then just they'll, no. they'll scan the empty bottle no no like like when you open a bag of chips at the grocery yeah, store can you just drink no the mini? i don't think they appreciate that <laughs> actually you know what yeah. i think they do yeah you actually, should try this afternoon yes yes they love that at the lcbo mm-hmm. they actually love at the lcbo when you go in and just start drinking the product right there in the store more <laughs> yeah, just bring your own red cup yeah good cup yeah. of ice yeah well, i want to try it before i buy it yeah, yeah. Well, maury you are only ever allowed to buy one can of something you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> drink it in the store and then just leave without anything? <laughs> like just like crush it and throw All in the done. garbage on the way out? <laughs> no way, man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Now that uh Brittany Griner has been uh swapped the prison swap with the Russian arms dealer, mm-hmm. she's back on US soil. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of things to say mm-hmm. about it, including one person who is currently still serving time, who has been on a mission to get out. And is using this opportunity now.
to plead his case once again and to ask the president to do the right thing. Okay, so it's not R. Kelly. I was thinking R. Kelly, but it's Let not R. Kelly. It's got to be... Uh, Definitely not R. Kelly. No. He released a, a record oh from the joint, God. too, didn't he? And then album. everybody had to pull it? How do you yeah. how do you record a record at the joint, but man? But after, didn't he, after like the album <laughs> came out, didn't he say, he was like, nah, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was like leaked. I guess, yeah, I, I guess it's all like old stuff that he's done. His prison producer leaked it. Jeez, man. Damn. I've been there. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I imagine that would be very echoey recording in a prison. Don't you, know? you guys remember uh, that one season of Empire? It seems like so long ago. Empire? I've, Empire. Never, I've never met a human being that watched Empire. You never watched Empire? No. Remember when it was at like, the, no. the height of its never, not popularity? Once. Not once. And I there was that one that scene. You remember Shem, right? <laughs> sure do. When, yeah. um, what's the guy's name again that plays him? Uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah. Oh, that case. Lucius. Lucius yeah. Lyon. Right? Lucius Lyon. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was recording a track from prison, and then it like... They released it and it went to like number one. <laughs> really? Yeah. But it was like him and like a bunch of other like prison dudes. Yeah. Just there recording in a big empty room. Sound like <laughs> trash. But still went to number one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, here is the guy who is uh, giving his thoughts on Brittany Griner. Because I saw oh, Tiger. Now I understand. When was the last time we heard from Joe Exotic? I don't know. The Lion King. I don't know. Is he, he's still in the joint, right? Yeah. yeah. So for 21 he's still years. alive. So I thought he was well. dead, to be honest with you. No, he's not doing well, declining. right? Yeah, he's not doing well no, He's at got all. cancer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But uh, Tiger King, Joe Exotic, had this to say from the joint. The whole Brittany Griner and Trevor Reed prisoner swap is a slap in every American's face that is wrongfully detained in the American federal prison system, including myself. Carol Baskin got her Big Cat Safety Act passed now called the Tiger King Bill. A dangerous man was released for Brittany Griner to be free. It's time Joe Exotic gets to go home for Christmas to be with Seth and his son for the first time in five Christmases. As the evidence that I'm innocent is there. It's all at joeexoticusa.com backslash evidence. I'm never owning animals again. That is all this was about. President Biden, if you won't give me a pardon, keep your conviction and give me time served. Don't let me have my life back. You know this is wrong. Show America you stand for the truth and justice before Christmas. Wow. <laughs> I love the website. Yeah, he's a. I so think he, he sounds like he's been reading in the joint too a little bit, huh? Oh, absolutely. He doesn't sound nearly as hick as he used no, to. No, no. I mean, listen, all you have is time. Yeah. Right? He's got time and resources. Yeah. Jeez, he doesn't sound nearly as hick he as he used to. Keep up that web at joeexotic.com. Joeexotic.com backslash. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> That's so official. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lena and Jabron, what's going on? It's Ronza Mocha. Hey. Hey. We understand you're in the car, making your way to the hospital, about to have your very first baby! Yay! Yeah. Nice. And the um, arrogance of us, we made you, kept you on hold for like four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No problem. No problem. Uh, Lena, how you feeling? I feel like Rachel from that episode of Friends when she's just like, get out, get out, get oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing? Like, you're on your way. Like, how, how close are you? Like, are you in pain? Are you sitting there doing Kegels? Are you breathing? What are you doing? No, no. So, like, um, basically, the baby's been given, like, an eviction notice. Like, uh, we're uh, just, like, uh, getting close to our due date. So we're 
um, we we were told to come to the hospital. Yeah. So no pain or anything yet. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Do you right. know if you're having a boy or girl? We know we're having a girl. Oh, <laughs> nice. You got the nice. name picked out? You don't have to say it, but just yes or no. We have, like, some ideas of names, but we want to see her before we, like, fully decide. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. That's, that's nice. sweet. So uh, yeah. how are you guys ready for this? I think we're ready. I mean, um, we've... Yeah, ha- I think so. We've had everything, um, like, planned out. We had our hospital bags all packed up and stuff. So, I mean, everything's ready in terms of the nursery. But yeah. in terms of actually being parents, I'm not sure. No. Okay. What, do you, what do you most sort of like? What do you What do you think is going to be the toughest part of uh, being parents to figure out? When they cry and we have to figure out what exactly they're crying about. Mm. They cry. Well, everything is the answer. Yeah, at that stage, <laughs> it's either they got to get their diaper changed or they're hungry or, or they're hot, or they're, they're hot, cold, yeah. like literally pissy, everything. Or they saw a ghost. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like <clears throat> ghosts are a big like, thing, by the way, with babies. Like, like you don't know, they just they cry. Everything makes them cry. They're babies, <laughs> right? Like you know yeah. when you know when like somebody was crying, like in junior high, and you'd be like, ugh, baby, right? Yeah, that's where it came from. Because babies <laughs> cry about everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, watching or uh, listening to your podcast throughout, um, like the pregnancy, really helped. To like calm like a lot of the times when I was feeling anxious and stuff and yeah. like both me and Gibran would used to listen to your podcast or uh-huh. sorry not your podcast your radio show at that yeah. time um before we even met and then that was one of the things we bonded over because we both listened to your show oh, nice. wait a second so me and Mocha are partially responsible for that baby totally <laughs> I'll take that I'll take that I'll take that love but- it that baby's middle name better be Roz and Mocha <laughs> <laughs> hey Lena Gibran congratulations we are so oh. happy for you we don't want to keep you on the phone for two long i don't know how far away you are from uh, from the hospital but lena you are going to be great jabron you're going to be great enjoy every minute of it it's like you know this is a life-changing experience for you guys thank you thank you so much the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast reading the story about this woman in arizona who's trying to be slick with it on the highway was that and mean? use the uh, hov lane even though she was a single occupant girl because you know you always hear stories of people who like try to scam by like putting a mannequin or those stories, something in the passenger seat to make it look like uh, another person those stories were huge when they started introducing those diamond lanes there were so many great stories for a very short period of time of people trying to hustle the system mm-hmm. a lot of blow-up dolls like you realize that there was a lot yeah. of people in this world that actually have blow-up dolls or access to mannequins which i always found weird there was a story uh over the summertime i remember cnn covered it where it was a woman who Single occupant in the vehicle, yeah, in one of these HOV lanes, right? Made for, meant for more than two people, and her claim to the police officer is, "Well, I'm, I'm pregnant." Right. Ooh. So technically, damn. And then it turned into a big, yeah, a big thing, right? So this woman in Arizona was busted using the HOV lane, and in the passenger seat was a inflatable Grinch. <laughs> like a lawn grinch? No, like from the movie? <laughs> no, but like it's a decoration? Yes, yes. a decoration, inflatable yeah. decoration like with the with the Santa hat and the the suit and everything. Yeah. That's not going to work. Trying to bypass. I mean, you got to put a hat on them. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work. You know, like everyone's in a rush. We all got places to be. Right. Right? And desperate times, I guess, but she was like she knew what she was doing yeah. when she left yeah. her her I- home. 
I always find that the times when the HOV lane is available to us, the traffic on the other side of that line isn't too bad. Like whenever we qualify for HOV, it's uh-huh. not on a day when we actually need HOV. Right. Right? Yeah. It's kind of pissy. And even still, I still now yeah. see people right. veer off into that lane, even though traffic is moving totally fine. Right? right, and everyone's going like maybe one twenty, let's say. Right, and someone or multiple people will still single occupant will go and use that that lane, guilty, and take off. Right. Well, it's like the family parking at some stores, right? Like, at what age does your kid ha- have to be before you start feeling uncomfortable using the family parking at uh, at malls? Oh, good question. Right. Like at what at what age? Because we have this conversation a lot, Catherine and I. At what age? I'd say thirteen. Thirteen? No way! <laughs> if a kid is old enough to get out of the car what? and walk themselves, yeah, right, yeah, Which is like not a at family. Fi- at, at my my son's age, five years old, yeah, I couldn't use that parking. You you spot. would not. I would not. You no, would not. I can't. Interesting. Knowing that he'll hop out of his booster seat and freely walk, like hold my hand and walk, yeah, hold Jenna's hand and walk through the parking lot. You wouldn't lot. do no. it. You wouldn't do it. I think of a kid. Can't walk? Yeah. Okay. Fair right? enough. Up Fair until enough. the kid can, like, prob- I don't mean like, oh, you take your first steps and sorry, you can't, Yeah. you know, use that use that parking space anymore. Right. But if the kid can help you carry the groceries back to the car, you oh, shouldn't you be. Oh, you should not you be You should using- not be. No. No. no? Absolutely okay. not. No. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? My name's Connor. How are you? Good. Good. Connor, what's going on? Well, I just moved to San Francisco and discovered the podcast uh, in October, and I'm coming up on episode 200, and uh, today's my birthday, actually. Oh, happy happy birthday, birthday, Connor. Where did you move to San Francisco from? Toronto. Oh, okay. So you're from from Toronto. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What took you out to San Francisco? Work. I I just graduated and moved down here for a job. What kind of, like tech stuff, I imagine? Yeah, I'm an engineer. Mm. Who are you working for? Can't tell you that. Are you working for Twitter? No, God, no. Oh! Yo, what are people in the tech world, Connor? What are they all saying about all the Twitter business? Oh, we're having a great laugh about it. Like like what, Like what? In, in what way? Like what do you guys find hysterical? Oh, just how Elon Musk is just driving it into the ground. Right. How yeah. old is Connor? Because he sounds much older than I think he is. How old are you, Connor? I'm turning 23 today, so I got to get myself a cane or a walker. Can't imagine how Roz would, is feeling now, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know what I mean? I can't go. I can't go a minute. Troll job. I can't go a minute on this show without getting trolled. Well, realistically, that was like a minute twenty. <laughs> like, okay, so you so you're listening to the podcast. Uh, you're at episode what now? Uh, I think one eighty three. Okay, so you like so you that. started at the beginning. Hmm. I did. What I, are well, we? I started uh, at the end and then got the recommendation to change that. Yeah. What are we talking about on? on where you are in the podcast i forget right now i I feel i feel bad about that it's got to be it's pre-pandemic though right uh no the pandemic has is just about starting oh wow everything and you're telling people to stay inside um we i we uh catherine and i were out uh over the weekend and we met somebody who only listens to the podcast they don't listen to the actual show and uh, they're like, oh, my God, I love your podcast. And I was like, how far along are you? And Catherine is standing in front of me at this point, right? Like, we are all in a group mm-hmm. together talking. And I'm like, oh, how far along in the podcast? And uh, they look at me and go, Catherine's in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, Catherine's right here. Yeah. Right? And they're like, oh, 
Hell yeah! So like what? And I'm like, God damn, you people. <laughs> spoiler alert! For yeah, Connor, spoiler by alert. The way. She made it back okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Connor, um, since we have, have, any, do you have any, any questions, yeah, do you have any questions about the the podcast about the show? No, but I did have a compliment I wanted to give you. Mm-hmm. In, in one of the early uh, 100 and something earlier on, there was uh, someone that uh, you called in because they said something kind of outrageous about Corona. And on the phone, they said something along the lines of, I hope her grandkid gets COVID or something. And you guys oh. just instantly hung up on her. Yeah. Um, and, well, it's not it shouldn't be surprising to anyone who listens that you guys have that kind of integrity. I thought it was really good that you guys were able to do that and kind of snuff that out before it gets out of hand. I don't even remember that. I yeah. Really remember that girl? That. Yeah. She uh, went viral because I think she, like, licked the toilet seat on an airplane. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Right? Back in the early days when people were doing wild stuff, yeah, yeah. right? And then yeah, she like yeah, made yeah, a, a yeah. horrible comment about somebody who's in the media oh, who had been like talking about right. the dangers of what she was doing. Yes. And then this young lady said, well, I hope her, I don't want to repeat it, but yeah, she just said yeah, something yeah, horrific yeah. and it was like way out of line. And we like oh. immediately just hung up on her. Wow. Um, but yeah, that uh, so yeah, that happened, Connor. Jesus, cool man. Uh, that was uh, that's awesome, uh, Connor. Uh, thank you so much for taking the show with us to San Francisco and enjoying it where you are. It was he a sounds play. so mature for a twenty-three. Maury, Maury, stop, stop it! You already said this I'm like not. nine times. God, you already said this nine times. I'm taking your mic. No, I'm taking your microphone. No, off. no, stop making it weird, dude. Jeez, the yeah. kid, he's twenty-three years old. And, and don't get me wrong, I know there's a lot of people who do call into this show just so Maury can make it weird. I know it's part of the Razamoka experience like if we were a theme park right you'd have this attraction you'd have this attraction then you'd have the maury makes it weird ride yeah. right like i know everybody Welcome every, to it. everybody wants to do the whole park right yeah. but nobody wants to do the maury makes it weird ride twice yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. that's a one time one time only got it out of the way right anyway connor uh, much love to you bro thank you so much before we let you go between Roz and mocha who's your favorite oh it's got to be Roz. oh yeah thank you man i appreciate that and, and- I'm, I'm not going to qualify it because someone always ruins it when they do that. So I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> oh, no, you just ruined you it. You just ruined it. <laughs> yes. Love you, Connor. Thank you, bro. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, baby, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. What is that? Um, uh, Madonna. No, no uh, Britney baby Spears. One more time. Baby, one more time. Thank you. Thank you. I just got to, you know, I get a song yeah. in my head. I got to get it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Critics are saying that TikTok just knows too damn much. We all know that uh, TikTok tracks its users' likes and dislikes and personal information, including email addresses, phone numbers, and their Wi-Fi networks. Uh, Gizmodo senior tech reporter Thomas Germain said that uh, TikTok is looking through all of my contacts to see whether those people are on TikTok, but who knows what they're doing with it. They're definitely keeping track of everything that's in there, whether those people are on TikTok or not. And the interesting thing is, is that my friends didn't consent to having their phone numbers and emails uploaded within TikTok. Uh, while other apps also take similar approaches um, to TikTok, like as TikTok does, uh, TikTok's parent company, as we know, is uh, China-based, and U.S. officials have reportedly warned the Chinese government um, could be forced to comply and share any data collected. They say that we do have a national security concerns when it comes to TikTok. They include the possibility that the Chinese government could use it to 
to control data collection on millions of users. There's already a growing number of states in the U.S. and the military that have banned TikTok as an app on government-issued devices. Damn. So uh, people cracking down on TikTok. Does that bother anybody, though? Like, do these fears, do you think I just this- want to make sure they're not keeping track of what I'm watching. What do you mean? Of course they are. Yeah. Oh, they do that that's, too? That's, of course, that that's what they're, they're keeping track okay. of. Well, that bothers me. Yeah, but I'm in your phone, too. So oh, now sorry. I'm linked to what you watch. Oh, sorry about that. Right? All of us are. <laughs> your Nana's linked to what you watch. Just oh. think, Maury, every, the next time you sit, and, and I'm sure they're tracking everything else you watch, too. The next time you're alone, Maury, and you sit down to just, like, uh, to, to watch the, the stuff that you watch, just remember every, anything that you watch, Nana's also watching, okay? Well, then you're welcome, Nana. Yeah, okay. Oh. All right. All right. Over the holidays, too, huh? You going to play Nana like that? This, this close to the holidays? Happy Hanukkah. Damn, Maury. You rude. <laughs> you didn't rude. even stop during no. Hanukkah, right? Yeah. Those eight days? Eight nights? What, no. You're supposed to get eight gifts, so yeah. Merry Christmas to me. Yeah, yeah. What'd you ask for this year, more? Anything? Oh, a lower back support. Excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean a lower back support? Like something to... Like, a, like, like some... an old school weightlifting belt? Like a leather one? <laughs> no, like... something to put in the on my seat in the car because my lower back hurts when I drive. Right. That's Why? all I want. You just you, that's, who you, that's what you asked? Was Matthew going to get you that? No. No. What well, does Matthew what? want? Um, I have no idea. Oh, this is what love looks like, people. (laughs) (laughs) How long? How long you guys been married now? More six years. Okay, if anybody, (laughs) if anybody who's been married for less than six years can (laughs) can 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 provide proof of a more pathetic point of a relationship, okay, then six years in at the Uh Dammits, the Christmas gifts were I want lower back support and I don't know what he wants. Okay, (laughs) if anybody can provide a more pathetic <laughs> gift exchange plan than the damage. Please let us know at 925-555, okay? Uh, Megan Thee Stallion was on the witness stand yesterday in the Tory Lanez shooting trial. This was back when Megan and Tory Lanez were in the same car together, as well as Megan's former friend, Kelsey Nicole. Uh, it was emotional for Megan, apparently, on the stand yesterday when she uh, had started off by saying, I can't believe I have to come up here and do this. Uh, she claimed that there was a fight between Nicole and Tory Lanez. And then Megan got out of the car. And when she turned around, she says Tory Lanez had a gun and said, dance B word and started shooting at her. And she immediately went into shock. Uh, and then when apparently, according to Megan, um, when she realized that she was shot, uh, Tory Lanez told her, quote, don't say anything and I'll give you a million dollars. Oh my God. He said, because I, and she says, because I was shot, uh, I've been turned into some kind of villain and he's the victim and that is messed up. I wish he would have just killed me if I knew I'd have to go through all this. And then um, Tory Lanez was stressing in the moment that he uh, already had charges uh, previously for a firearms offense. So he was trying to pay Megan off on the spot, oh according God. to Megan Thee Stallion. And so that is what was going on yesterday at the Megan Thee Stallion trial. 
brutal. Uh, Patty Jenkins is breaking her silence on what exactly, according to her, went down with Wonder Woman 3. So it was reported that uh, she walked away. So she apparently brought a treatment to the studio for Wonder Woman 3. They gave her a ton of notes. The story goes that she shut down their notes and was like, I'm not doing your movie. I want to do my movie. There was a big fight. Then she bailed. Mm-hmm. Um, she released a statement saying, Sigh, I'm not one to talk about private career matters, but I will not allow inaccuracies to continue. Here are the facts. When they're, uh, when they stated, when there started being backlash about Wonder Woman 3 not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed it or walked away uh, started to spread. This simply is not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything anyone asked me to do. It was my understanding that there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at the time. Mm. DC is obviously buried in changes uh, they have to that they have to make, so I understand these decisions are difficult ones to make right now. And then James Gunn, who's now leading up everything at DC over at Warner Brothers, uh, replied to that and said, I can attest that all of Peter and my interactions with Patty were only pleasant and professional, so they're all shutting that down. But that doesn't change the fact that Wonder Woman 3 is still not happening and Patty yeah. Jenkins is still not involved. I saw a thing uh, James Gunn commented on Superman. Yeah. Because the, the, the story when that went crazy last week was that James Gunn was like killing everything, everything. every single project. Yeah. And we were going to be looking at a new DC universe, right? Yeah. And that Superman was included in um, in the destruction of what we all know as the DC cinematic universe. Yeah. But that's thing because the story went so wild. So James Cameron had to like start replying to fans, and the question about Superman came up. And then James Gunn replied and said that Superman very much is in a bigger plan, is probably like the most important for DC under mm-hmm. his kind of reign at the top of DC. So they're, but, they're still doing something. It's not Superman, though. But that, he didn't mention anything about Henry Cavill That's or the thing, like is, that, that, right? is that obviously, you know, Superman's going to be involved. It's yes. Henry Cavill that fans are freaking out about because Henry Cavill left The Witcher yeah. to go because he had to be Superman again yeah. and then started doing all this press about how he was ready to be soup again, right? Like, it's crazy. So, so everything that's going on right now, what's that? Superman, you forgot. You just said soup. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? We all know. Is that the, like know. the short form for Superman? Man, you don't know anything. You did, did you know what I was talking about? Yeah. Then yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lizzo uh, did a uh, day drinking segment with Seth Meyers oh, um, no. where uh, he's done this with uh, Kelly Clarkson and Will Forte and Lord and Rihanna, the Jonas Brothers, where they just go to a bar during the day and they get hammered and just talk about stuff. And listen to this clip because it starts off Lizzo and Seth Meyers completely normal. But by the end of it, it like, whoa, man. It's time for day drinking with Seth and Lizzo. It's really tequila. (laughs) Tequila? Happy holidays. I'm so happy to be spending it with you. Happy holidays. I'm going to take a shot. Okay, thank you so much. It's like the damn it. Don't take the shot. Thank you so much. I, I, I appreciate it. Oh. But he gonna do it anyway. He's a real one. In honor, congratulations, by the way, of your Grammy-nominated <laughs> album special. Oh, God. We will be making specialty cocktails based on your songs and your career. Are you ready? Oh, gosh. The first one is called About Ugh, Damn Wine. Oh, and I you see get what it. you did there. You see what you did there? And then Be-do. some... White Zinfandel, I'll do without. 
no! Have you ever done wag the bag? What's wag the bag? Where you take the bag out of boxed wine and you slap it and you <laughs> chug it and you pass it around like some Viking. I have done that. Turn up, bro. Ah, that's disgusting! It's, it's about damn time. Mmm. Wag the bag! Wag the bag! What a mess. What a mess! It has one o'clock on a Monday. <laughs> what a mess! Oh no! Wag the bag. I've never, I've never heard of that before. Never. I mean, I like a box wine as much as the next guy, but I've never heard of taking it out of the box and slapping it and passing it around. Y'all try wag the bag with you guys? Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys want to wag the bag? Yeah. When do we, when should we wag the bag? Yeah, why not for yeah. the holiday season? Okay, maybe we'll do that next week. We'll wag the bag like in honor that. of uh in honor of Lizzo and we'll oh. slap it. We'll slap it. Right? Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have some wine, Shem? You don't even drink, bro. Listen, for yeah? the holiday season, yeah. And if I get to wag my bag, I mean excuse wag me. the bag, excuse I me. will excuse me. What? Maury, is Matthew gonna get mad at you if you wag the bag with us at work? He doesn't need to know what I do. Okay, oh. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we here? Uh everybody's going in on Snoop, calling Snoop old, right? Why? Because I guess he was but he doing. Is. He I, like, Liz, I, but I, I think almost that sixty. I don't think Snoop pretends to not be almost sixty. Like I don't think Snoop is like has any delusions as far as how old he is. Snoop Dogg is a grandfather. Yes, yes, like but a I guess legit grandpa. Snoop was doing a, a a show where he talked about how he used to write down all his uh, verses on a typewriter. When I first started like writing raps, I used to use that typewriter. Snoop. <laughs> 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 I was writing on paper, cuz, and then I would lose my shit. And this nigga typewriter was organized. This nigga had paper organized and shit. So I'm like, I'm just gonna type my shit. Nigga, I used to type like 65 words a minute. It was a, a skill that I took up in junior high school, like, the little, little white junior high school I went to. They gave a typing class, and I took it. Like, I was one of them students that was like, I took a, a wood class, a metal class, I took typing, mm. I took home economics. I took classes that was like different. I didn't just want to be in the class with the homies and shit and then go home and get a whooping and get in trouble for fing up. <laughs> I did all that same stuff. I, that's lost yeah. on people now. Like if I you type in. If you ask a 16 year old now mm-hmm. how many words a minute they type, nobody has an answer to that question, right? No, but we can all type now just with our thumbs. Sure. Right? But back in the day, if you knew somebody who typed, that was like a. That was like a Skill. thing. Oh, I had a full typing class where you had to copy what was on the board. That's what, on the type. yes. And you had to learn that poem on where the keys are. I still memorize. I have the poem so that I had. What was, the, the, so the poem again was where to... Your key, where your hands are and where the letters are on the keys. Okay, and go for it, Maureen. Quiet Aunt Zelda, Willie sits exams, every dad cares, run from Vicky to get Betty, young Harry never, uses Joe's money, oh Lloyd, stop, please. Right, yeah. I don't know what Lloyd did, but yeah, stop. I don't know, man. Poor Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. Skills. Skills, man. Skills. Even with those skills, people still hate you, huh? <sighs> anyway, we're meeting after the show still. Even with those skills. <laughs> I don't know what Lloyd did, but stop. Maury's all uh, upset today. Because he gave a spoiler to Avatar. And what, what happened? Somebody texted and said they hated you? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, read the text. What did the text say? Also, I didn't spoil Ava. I spoiled nothing. Okay, what, you, did, what did the text say? No, you really text did say? spoil Ava. Mar- no, gave I did a spoiler. not spoil I'm not going to read you the spoiler. Ross, do you think no. I spoiled it? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. See? That's I the think right you answer. did. So I will read the text because okay. Maury won't so give it. It's, Maury, full, because it's full justice. Yeah. Okay. The text reads this. <laughs> Come on, Maury. This is the only way to get over it, man. I'm not going to sit there and watch you be pissy. No, no, it's fine. Right? This so happened. It affected you all all day today. Yeah. And when we say all day, this like text all came show, in. the whole know, show. Say hey. yes. Look at what time it is now. And you've been a you've been acting. Yeah, uh-huh. not right uh-huh. all day, all damn on the day, show. Yeah, all damn me. day. So here is the text conversation between a Razamoka former fan and Damon oh, Maury. Okay. God. Yeah. Bruh. Go ahead. Maury is the main reason why I can't listen to y'all anymore. He has no sense <laughs> being so disrespectful. Oh, I hate him. Damn. Oh wow. See that right yeah. there. So then Maury said, <laughs> "Have a wonderful day and happy holidays." Yeah. Sign Maury. Yeah. Maury then goes and signs this person up online. Oh my god! For daily positivity messages there using their phone number. Wow! And replies then to that person that says, "You should have received a code for daily positivity messages." Wow! <laughs> and then the person wrote back and said, "LMFAO, I hate you, Maury." Heart emoji. Yeah, and that bothered you all morning. I just don't like the word. Like they shouldn't have. They could have said, "You spoiled Avatar." Boo. They didn't have to say I hate you. But I but you know the people that listen to the show that you you're reading you might be misreading the tone. Oh probably. Yeah. And you let it all, affect you all day. the entire all show. All day. Yeah. Like you're know. barely yeah. on the show all today. All day. All because of this. All, day. all because of that. All and you've day. been sour in this room all day today. All because, all of, because that. of that. Because yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. You gotta not yeah. let that ever happen again. I know. It's just it was the well, hate word. Well, that listen, man. All right, it's and behind then, us. Let's move on. Not. Let's do the news. Let's do it. Let's have some fun. Oh no, okay. we're talking after the show. By the way, <laughs> yeah, this is a there's a meeting now. No, I I, don't, yeah. I have to go and talk to the cast no. of Avatar. Also, don't also don't reply back to people and use your name and stuff like that. What are you Ev- doing? Everybody uses their name when they reply back on. From I the know, time. but come on, dude. I don't be like, signing people be, up. Don't be signing online people up. Some scam. Like it hurts you so bad. Like come on, dude. Right. Just don't. Also, I did not spoil Avatar. <laughs> no, three hours of other stuff. Okay, no, you okay. absolutely. If you want me to spoil Avatar, Avatar no, I could spoil no. Avatar. Yeah, really. And how will those interviews go for you today? Probably wouldn't happen. Right, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you want to do Ellen Pompeo, or do you want to do an airline pilot telling you where the poop goes? Airline pilot. <laughs> what? This is why people hate you, Maureen. <laughs> yeah, we're meeting after the show now. <laughs> When you're on an airplane and you gotta go, where does it go? Did you know whenever you flush the toilet on the aircraft, it actually doesn't dump out into the population down below. It goes through plumbing to the rear of the aircraft in the sealed compartments where the ground crew at the destination will remove all that waste. And on a 747 on a long haul flight, toilets can be flushed over a thousand times, creating over 320 gallons of waste. It's a lot. Oof. I didn't think that when you went to the bathroom on no. an airplane that it gets released from the plane in the moment. They just and they just spray people with yeah. it, right? I like, always thought exactly what this pilot said. It goes somewhere and then it gets empty. I thought when they were over water, I thought they released it over like the lake. Oh, like that chemical? 
Like no. the, the blue chemical toilet? You think they throw that into the oceans? I always thought that they waited until they were over an so ocean. so bad for the environment. And that's what caused turbulence. That's what caused <laughs> what? It's when I they flushed thought... the plane? I thought it was when, like, the poop doors opened up on the plane. Yeah. That's what caused the plane to shake a little bit while it was, like, shaking to let it all out. This is why people hate you, man. <laughs> I'm stunned. Uh, but wasn't there a story though? Didn't wasn't there a story where somebody got hit with like a frozen poo or something like that that came out of a plane? Claim, I think they claimed. Wasn't that a thing, or am I mis? I think maybe you're. Am I mistaken? That. It on sounds that. like something somebody would it say. It sounds. Can somebody look fact check that, please? Was it? What do I Google? Let me uh, go through the text on nine two five triple five. Yeah. Uh, to defend Emmett Mori, hate is a very harsh word. There's a lot of other ways to tell people you don't like them yeah. or what they did. For example, Maury is not my favorite. <laughs> also, or, or I don't prefer Maury. Oh, that sounds like a teacher this right there. Helping. Yeah. October 20th, 2021. Man splattered with poo after plane drops its load on the garden. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> Another text. Yeah. I hope you guys read all the love text messages he is probably getting now. I love Maury. Absolutely, if we get them. Yes, of course. Because believe me, if somebody sends through something saying that they love Maury, they wind up on the phone instantly and on the show with us. 2018, our car was inundated with liquid poo falling from the sky. <laughs> I also hate Maury. Oh, Reads another this is another one. Wow. It's, it's a trend. Is it trending? Not yet. Not yet. What should the hashtag be, guys? <laughs> hashtag I hate Maury. Hashtag, hashtag I hate Maury. Yeah. Right? Why not? Maury, turn on your notifications. <laughs> you can be busy today. So it's official. Henry Cavill will not be returning as Superman. That sucks. Does it, like though? two months ago. Just made that announcement. Yes. All so right. that was... That's... The sort of part where all of this gets ugly is that there was a transition period where James Gunn hadn't quite taken over DC yet. And The Rock pushed DC because if you remember, The Rock was pushing to be the one to take over the DC universe. Mm -hmm. And then they went with James Gunn and his uh, and his partner. Um, and then so The Rock got Henry Cavill to do that cameo in the end of Black Adam. And that was supposed to set up and then... And the funny thing, not funny, but the thing about that is uh, Warner Brothers didn't want to use Henry Cavill. They were fighting against The Rock. And then The Rock was like, and his team yeah. made a hard push yeah. to get Cavill. They wanted the whole thing. Because they wanted the whole thing. Yeah. And then it happened. And yeah. it didn't happen. Um, so... James Gunn confirmed it on Twitter, and then moments after that, Henry Cavill uh, released a statement saying, I've just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, uh, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman after being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, which is not that long ago, uh, prior to uh, those guys being hired. This news uh, isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them all involved um, uh, with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. Uh, my turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. So I wonder uh, if he's going to go back to The Witcher. They've already cast Hemsworth as The Witcher. Oh, right. Right? It's Liam Hemsworth now. Oh, 
Yeah. Like, he got screwed hard. He got screwed hard. However, I hmm. listen. That's Christopher Reeves is trending um, this morning also um, just because everybody's when you like how long has Henry Cavill been Superman when did he when did he first become Superman well whenever because, the first Man of Steel movie but came when out. was that though is one of, I'm just trying to get a, a sense of how long 10 years more than 10 years more than 10 years right what is it Maury 2013 2013 oh, that's it. so for a lot of people he's their Superman mm-hmm. right but like I remember Christopher Reeve. I remember um, Dean Kane. Dean Kane. I remember uh, the kid from um, uh, Smallville. I remember Tom the, the, the Tom Tom Welling. I remember Brandon Ralph. Like I like uh, like Superman to me is like Spider Man, right? Sure. Like you had all your different. But Spider-Mans. Henry Cavill has the bone structure and the hair. He's like perfectly. Yeah, cut. but he looks so apart. did Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I get it. And so what James Gunn said he wants to do is he wants to go back and do a Superman sort of like in the earlier part of his Superman life. Right, because I feel that the one thing that you didn't Wait, what get. What do you mean earlier part? Like Superboy. No, 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 not Superboy. But like like when he's like younger, where he's still Clark Kent, where people don't know he's Superman. That was called Smallville. Yeah, no, 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 not as a teenager. I mean, like working for the Daily Planet and all that stuff. Oh, back in right? those days. Yes, oh, yes, okay. right? Because I think that so that. The, yes, the one thing that's been, that was missing, in my opinion, from. Uh, the Snyderverse was was the Clark Kent part of Does it. People want that, right? I think so. I yeah. think, and 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 I think that the other the, the the big thing, the main thing that was missing from all the Snyder films was the heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that James, because Clark Kent had heart. It, well, they all those like exactly. And James Gunn knows how to do that. Like I almost cried at that freaking. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas movie that oh, he did. beautiful. Right? Wasn't it beautiful? Yeah, so I'm really yeah. looking forward to seeing what he what he does. But uh, but yeah, so no Henry Cavill yeah, But now Henry Cavill all. has no work. Now he has no work at all. It is, uh, it's terrible. Uh, the last of the Meghan and Harry documentary dropped on Netflix yesterday. Here is a little bit of Prince Harry talking about uh, a meeting that he had with William and their dad, Charles, which sort of set the course for uh, possibly destroying the relationship that may never be able to be repaired. I went sense. in with the same proposal that we'd already you know, made, made publicly. But once I got there, I was given five options One being all in, no change. Five being all out. I chose option three in the meeting, half in, half out. Have our own jobs, but also work in support of the Queen. But it became very clear very quickly that that goal was not up for discussion or debate. It was terrifying to have my brother um, scream and shout at me and my father say things that just simply weren't true. And and my grandmother, you know, quietly sit there and, and sort of take it all in. But... And you have to understand that from a family's perspective, especially from hers, there are ways of doing things and her ultimate sort of mission goal or slash responsibility is the institution. It was really hard. The meeting finished without any right solidified action plan. They saw what they wanted to see. Damn. Right. It's a movie. Yeah. Well, this documentary is not yeah. going to help anything. No, no, I don't think it's supposed to help things. <laughs> I think it's supposed to burn. I think it's uh, it's intended to sort of burn the path behind them. Yeah. Uh, do we have time for Wiz Khalifa real quick? Of course. So Wiz Khalifa uh, talking to Jimmy Fallon about his love for ASMR, which I always find it weird when people like ASMR. Like I do find ASMR to be like people who are super into it, like uh, like borderline fetishy. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Am, I, am I alone in this? No, I guess. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Okay. And so, but, but you're really doing nothing. It's just people talking to you. But I always find it borderline fetishy. But when you listen to Wiz Khalifa talk about which kind of ASMR he likes, yeah. I'm now full on fetishy. Yep. Uh, you said about to watch ASMR and catch some Z's. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really soothing. Like, everybody has their own triggers, and I got my own triggers as well. So, yeah. I like hair noises. Like, I like getting my hair played with. What? So, I just watch. People <laughs> like it too. Apparently, it's a thing. Yeah. I don't know if the audience is into this. I, yeah, I watch done... people play with, like, mannequins and, like, just rub their hair and part it and all that stuff. <laughs> it's soothing. Really? Yeah. That's soothing right there. Yeah. So you got someone playing with a mannequin head? Yeah, yep. And you go, and you go, right, you go right to sleep? I'm sleeping three minutes. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I love that. So ASMR is when people have, like, two microphones, and one is the left and one is the right. And they just talk like this, and then they make noises, and they tap on things and everything else. But Wiz Khalifa watches somebody sit there with a mannequin head, rubbing the mannequin head's hair. You think he watches, or is his eyes closed? Oh, oh, you have one here. Yeah, that's weird. Man. This is scalp massage and hair brushing. ASMR. This is hair brushing. I guess that's what does it for him. Like, don't get me wrong. I like having my hair played with as well and my head rubbed and all that stuff. But I don't know if I would enjoy watching somebody else get their head rubbed. But I don't think he's watching. I think his eyes are. You know what? Listen. You know what? Like, if you like the sound of having your head rub, right? Like, I get it, but you also get the, the sensation of having your head rub. But just listening to somebody else's head get rubbed to me is weird. Am I wrong? I mean, it does sound relaxing. Like, no, you know what? I, I couldn't do you this. You couldn't do this? Mm-mm. No, it's not for you? No. No? It actually kind of creeps me out. <laughs> Uh, tributes are still pouring in for uh, Twitch, uh, Stephen Twitch boss, who oh, was uh, found dead in a hotel room not that far from his house after his uh, wife, Allison, went to the LAPD uh, to say that it was weird that he left. He, with no warning, didn't take the car and couldn't find him. Um, and a lot of people may only know Twitch from uh, his uh, DJ spot on the Ellen DeGeneres show and uh, from Dancing with the Stars, but he was just so much more than that to so many people. Um, Jada Pinkett uh, wrote, I woke up this morning to the sad news that Twitch is gone. My heart aches for his wife, Allison, and their children. Uh, my condolences to all his loved ones. And uh, here's another one from JLo. JLo wrote, uh, uh, Twitch was such a light and a beautiful soul, shocked and deeply saddened. My heart breaks for Twitch's wife and their children, sending you love and strength. Um, Sierra wrote, uh, I'm so crushed to hear the news that you are gone, that you are no longer with us. Uh, I've always known you as joy, laughter, good times, and a big smile. Uh, heaven has gained an angel today. May you rest in paradise praying for your family during this difficult so time. Um, Allison, I think, didn't he win like a... Didn't he win so you, uh, one of the seasons? That's of, right. So you yeah, think he could dance. That's yeah, so how he then went on to meet. That's how he met Ellen because he taught Ellen how to teach yeah. at her house and they became best friends. And that's he how he, that's the Magic where, Mike movie. Too. That's where he met his wife, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, she was and, a contestant. Uh, yeah, there. and uh, Allison released a statement saying that uh, he was the backbone of her family, uh, the best husband and father, and an inspiration to his fans. I'm certain there won't be uh, a day that goes by that we won't honor his memory. So, um, terrible. R.I.P. Twitter. Um, Olivia, oh my God, could you imagine reading this headline? God. What? What? So, <laughs> you know that like when you're in a high profile relationship, 
maybe it's not going to work out. And you sort of go into it when you're in show business, knowing that it's not going to work out and it's all going to play out publicly. But uh, let me read you this headline. Olivia Wilde, quote, still pretty hurt over Harry Styles split. But he isn't too broken up about it, say sources. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. Bro, such a terrible headline. Uh, So a source tells uh, E.T. that, uh, yes, Olivia Wilde is, quote, still pretty hurt by her breakup with Harry. They added that uh, Olivia and Harry had a lot of love for each other and had a great time together. So it's been an adjustment for her. As for Harry, the source says, Harry is doing his own thing and focusing on his work and his friends. He isn't too broken up about the split. Girl, that's awful. That's awful. That's awful. What kind of source, man? You got to check your friends. You really do. I'm all busted up. Minx was uh, canceled. Did you ever watch Minx? No. No, it was was a great show. It was one of those like HBO or Showtime shows or something like that. Um, Who's in it? Anybody I would know? uh, Yeah. um, What's his name from New Girl? Did you ever watch New Girl? No. Oh, never mind that. Um, But it was about... It took place in, I guess, like the 70s, mm-hmm. and it was sort of pseudo about the start of like a Playgirl-type magazine. Makes so sense. it was like like Naked Men, right? It was that sort of like... It was like, a really good show. It was feminism and all this other stuff. It was a really, really, really good show, but uh, canceled after one season. But I heard, so. but I read oh, on one, one season, of the, that's yeah, it. No, one but one season. of the cast members said that they're still finishing filming this. Like, they're not canceling the filming. He wrote on his own Instagram. They're going to still finish. Filming. I don't know, man. I and, don't know. Yeah, I, and apparently they're going know, to find yo, a home for season two. Yo, canceled I don't know. means canceled, though. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if season two is even going to see the light of day. This is what he wrote. He said, "We're yeah. still fi- Michael, we're find that. Uh, find, uh, film. find that. Find, it. find it. That guy." I don't know. Maury's going to find it. But uh, but I'm busted up because I was going through all these shows that are Jake sort of Johnson like... confirms Minx will finish filming season two despite HBO Max cancellation. Okay, but where's it going to run? Yeah, I mean, you can you can f- shoot anything you want, <laughs> right? Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, put it on YouTube. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how that works. If they if they'd even be allowed to, uh, if, like. if they'd be allowed to do that, uh, a show called Moonhaven was canceled at AMC. I've never seen that show before. He says, uh, "I'm eager to find a new platform for these episodes." Yeah, so I guess they're filming, it and then they'll be like, "Anyone want it?" Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, hopefully, one of the streamers picks it up. I don't, but I don't know what the the sort of the the rights holders have uh, to say about that. Uh, Jack Ryan canceled after season four, which is uh, coming out soon. I like that show a lot. Mm-hmm. So we get one more season to Jack Ryan. Um, any shows that you watch that you're that you're worried about, Mocha? Mm-mm. No, you know yeah. you don't worry like Actually, a, like one of your favorite shows is going to get canceled yeah, or something like that. One show that I I feel may get canceled, which is because they already moved the time slot yeah. for this season. Yeah. Young Rock. Oh, because there's only so much of that story you could tell yeah right you know i, I stopped watching that show after season one yeah 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 how is see. and just like that is that okay and just like that renewed for season two. Oh, there you go. so okay. no other no other word uh after after that um hacks renewed for season three i love that show a lot they get a ton of awards uh yeah so the, it's it sucks Andor over on disney uh renewed for season two and i think that that is it so it'll oh, be canceled after season two queer as folk was canceled after season one the new the new one with uh, kim cattrall after she didn't want to be a part of just like that she went over to do uh queer as folk and you, canceled after season one tokyo vice renewed for season two did you watch that show uh tokyo vice yeah do you I didn't watch tokyo one? vice uh-huh. tokyo vice was a good show where's that on it is on like HBO or Hulu or one of those things. HBO Max. Oh, okay. Tokyo Vice is a 
great show. Really? One of my favorite shows of the year. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tokyo Vice was damn good. Wiz Khalifa on with Jimmy Fallon last night talking about sm- smoking weed with Michael Phelps. Now, to me, this seems a little like sharing a little too much. You could talk about smoking weed like by yourself, mm-hmm. but he's only talking about smoking weed with Michael Phelps. You made news uh, a couple weeks ago, buddy, when you said that you... Uh you, you smoked weed with um, Michael Phelps. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's an Olympian. He's a gold medalist. He's the best swimmer in the You said that he had Aquaman lungs. Yeah, yeah I think, he, oh I my think God. he might have better lungs than Aquaman, bro. <laughs> really? Because uh, the weight, like, he, he hit the joint a little bit differently. He hit it like, like a gold medalist would. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, that's too much information up there. Too much. Uh, a fan wrote me this morning, Paola, Paola, telling me that I was in the... Uh, Hank Marion, um, the Harry and Meghan documentary. You? Yeah, this is now like the fourth Netflix documentary that they've pulled a clip of me when I was doing ET Canada and used because they never ask permission. They just take it, right? Yeah. Um, Are they allowed to do that? I yeah. Guess they can, right? What are you going to do? Go after Netflix? Realistically, look at right? you, Netflix star. Uh, but I'm always terrified uh, yeah. what what the context of the clip is going to be because, like, you know me and that whole thing with Meghan and Harry. Like, I wasn't the most kind person in the world, mm. right? They sort of drove me nuts a little bit. So, what did they use? Uh, so, uh, as far as I know, listening to the clip, the only part that they did use was me just reading a statement. So, oh. so I'm because as soon as somebody says you are in one of these documentaries, yeah. right? I immediately I'm like, my day is going to be ruined because the Meghan and Harry stands are going to eventually find out who I am. And then that's when my inbox fills up and people calling me all sorts of nasty things. Right. You Uh, guys on ET Canada, maybe uh, you run a clip and then they throw back to you and you're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or just like I called them something. I just called them annoying or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Who who knows what they're going to use. But this is the in in context. I believe all I'm doing is just reading a statement. So here's a little bit. And sitting down with Oprah was a reaction to what had happened that year. But just before that sit-down is set to premiere, Buckingham Palace, in an unprecedented move, opened an investigation into bullying allegations against Meghan. Harry and Meghan's spokesperson tells us and the Times this, the Duchess is saddened by this latest attack on her character, particularly as someone who has been the target of bullying herself and is deeply committed to supporting those who have experienced pain and trauma. Let's just call it what it is, a calculated smear campaign based on misleading and harmful misinformation. Oh, anything after that, Maury? No, but that's some great reading. Nothing after that? Okay, thank God. Read the sigh of relief bro, now. Bro, bro, <laughs> as soon as if you, you as soon as you tell me that like that I something I said made it into the uh to the Megan and Harry documentary, yeah. I am like, oh my But you know God. they saw they saw you. Well listen. They would have watched it. Harry and Megan watched you. Sure. Okay. Um yeah. I'm fine with that, but uh, but and Megan knows who you are. Yeah, Let's, right? I, yeah. I'm just happy that that's what they used, and they didn't use one of the thousands of other things mm-hmm. that I had. Well, don't say that. That, that doesn't said. mean they didn't see that and decide not. It's to use easy it. for them to go no, and make I, a third episode no, if they really wanted I know, to. I know, I know. I know. This is in the last episode, though. <laughs> Right? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 it yeah. It's in the last episode. Oh, okay, okay. So there's not going to be another part of it. No, me. but like part three. Remember that one guy? Yeah. He then said 
this. Yeah. And it's a yeah. big montage of just ten me. minutes of you oh. going in. And then they discover the radio show and that's yeah, the whole thing. It's not thing. good. It's not good. No, but I I feel fine now. That's if if that's what we used. <laughs> uh, have at it. My DMs are gonna be a safe space. Uh, once again, do you remember on 30 Rock when uh, uh, they developed that show for NBC, the fictional show called uh, Milf Island, where it was uh, where it was uh, 20 milfs, 50 eighth grade boys, no rules. What? Do you remember Milf Island when no. they did that? Okay, so here, play the clip from 30 Rock of when they were all obsessed with uh, Milf Island. <laughs> You guys going to do any work today, or? Zip it. Milf Island is on. Oh, Twenty milfs, fifty-eighth grade boys, no rules. And tonight, one winner. Welcome to Milf Island. All right. Oh, this show is the worst. Didn't one of those milfs die during production? She had too much but who will be the final mommy you'd like to be? Oh, you know. I came here to be number one. Coming up next here on NBC. <laughs> okay, so they created a fake show called Milf Island. Yeah. January 15th on TLC, Stop the it. Learning Channel. Stop it. Is the debut of Milf Manor. Sham. <laughs> the only one clapping. <laughs> Roz, you almost started clapping. I know, I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my instinct. Somebody starts clapping. You're like, oh, something's so Come on, guys. This is the reason okay, to I'll celebrate. Clap. Yes, I agree yeah. with you, Shem. I agree with you. You know what? I will clap because I'm happy for Shem. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, so MILF Manor brings eight confident and strong-minded women ages 40 to 60 from cities all across the country to a paradise destination for a chance at love. The group of women brings their unique life experiences to the game. They have decades of dating experience and will use it to find a lasting connection with men half their age. Okay, so not eighth graders. However, nothing can compare them, nothing can prepare them for a jaw-dropping surprise that will greet them at the front door. So here's the trailer now for MILF Manor. Life has given me some curveballs. I think it's my time to find love. I was married for 14 years. I want to get a chance to do me a little. Young men have much more energy. They think out of the box. I want that. Especially in the bedroom. <laughs> I am in this amazing, beautiful mansion here in Mexico. This is a perfect place to find love. Welcome to the villa. You're about to embark on a dating experience like none other. Let's go. I have an extremely high libido. Is that too much saying I have an extremely high libido? Should I just have said high libido? Ladies, where's all the men at? I'm ready to connect with somebody who doesn't really care how old I am. I'm just looking to have fun. Here we go. What the hell? What? What? It just got real. What? What? So, what happened? So the what the hell is the reveal of the young men? Now, you want me to tell you what the speculation yes. is? Yes. The oh, speculation, so they, don't the they don't show you in the trailer. Oh, okay. I don't know if this is what the show is going to be. 
Okay, but the speculation is, and if it is right, this may be the greatest casting of a reality show ever because it must have been an unbelievable mountain to climb in order to do this. But the speculation is that the eight young men who are also in MILF Manor Uh are actually the sons of the MILFs. Oh, I thought it was going to be the sons of the ex-husbands. So it's like... You're like the moms are all there, <gasps> and then their eight sons come out oh to God. try and find love with, with the other of, women. What oh. a show! Oh, I see. Like, you wait know, a minute. That, everybody gets it more. Everybody gets it. Everybody. That's, <laughs> isn't that what was the the last dating show on uh, on dated Netflix? Dated and related. Dated, dated and related. <laughs> yes, right? where the siblings showed yes. up. And then, like, the brother would have to be on an awkward, right. be the awkward third wheel on the date that his sister yes. is on. So it would be like if Maury and his mom... <laughs> Donna. <laughs> went on a show. Okay, never mind. I want, okay. okay, it would be like... You get it now, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.